Greetings, June squad. Jay here, master of all things nerdy. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, the dark nerd detective, lord commander of the nerd's watch, and possible future Captain America, Sir Christopher. I could do this all day. Right, so we are currently in New Jersey, specifically at Camp Lehigh, which some of you may remember was the United States Army facility originally used in the selection of the first Captain America, dramatized in the movie starring the very talented Chris Evans. Well, the U.S. government is actually holding tryouts for the next Captain America, and our own Sir Christopher has decided to try out as the Shield Slinger, against my advice, I might add. Why can't you ever support me, man? No, I do support you. You're the muscle of the group. Defender of the nerd faith, you're a total badass. And you're an American badass. Even better, your name's Chris. But? But? Let's face it, you're no spring chicken anymore, buddy. Did you see some of the guys that are here? They're titans. They're in their physical prime. Pretty sure. You just called me old and out of shape. Hey, man, you don't see me trying out, do you? Like me. You're now a happily married man. You're fat, dumb, and happy. Hey! Okay, just fat and happy. Hey! Okay, just happy. Just happy. You're a happy, lean, mean fighting machine who is in no way circling middle age. Thank you. Lies moving, fellas. Come on, let's get on the bus. Bus? What the hell you talked about? The bus that takes you to the field. We thought the tryouts were here. You think you dipshits gonna play on the same field that champions play on? Where are we going? Where are we going? That's rude. If I say it one more time, if I say it one more time, if I say it one more time, sprint to the bus. Sprint to the bus. All right, all right. We're going, we're going. Face front, true believers, because you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. If I say it one more time. Yes, sir. In a world where two nerds come together, to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds podcast. Oh yeah. All right, man. Welcome back, June Squad. Well, it looks like we got about an hour-long commute, so let's talk comics, movies, and all things in between. What you reading, buddy? All right, man. So this one's kind of like off the beaten path. It's by IDW. and I love those guys. Right, and of course, one of their main titles that they've been working on is the Ninja Turtles. So what I'm reading right now is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder in Hell. Oh, yeah. Is he going to fight Jason? No, maybe. I don't know. So, all right. So, it's written by... Kind of an interesting title. You know, I've noticed... Sorry, just real real quick. Uh, uh, There's been some other titles, too. Like, one that stands out is... There's, like, Godzilla in hell. Did you know that there's... I haven't read it. Is there a hell big enough for Godzilla? Apparently so. Uh, uh, And and then also, uh, over in Marvel, they have a title called Immortal Hulk, which I, I haven't read, but I think it's also The Hulk in Hell. So it's kind of an interesting. I'm just noticing a that they're they're doing it interesting a lot. kind of comic trope. So so what's the all right? What's the premise? Well, here? hold on, r- real quick. I want to give people their credit. So sure, sure. It, ready for this? It's written 
and the art is done by the same guy. Like uh, like Sean Murphy. Like yeah. You know how Sean Murphy does So the his name is Mateus yeah. Santaloco. Jesus. Okay. So you ready for the summary so I can tell you? Please, yeah. Oroko Saki's hellish journey continues as his twisted path leads him deeper through the underworld. Will he, able to, will he be able to survive an onslaught of demonic forces? Or more importantly, the truth revealed about his own destiny. And Ooh. so it's, it's kind of neat. So you, you find him, you know, like he's kind of laying down in hell. And he has these uh, almost like the devil and angel on your shoulder. So he's dead at this point. Yeah, so the book opens with right. Orokusaki. He took a double gainer. Expired. Off of a building. Into the back, back of, of a garbage truck. truck. Ah! Anyway. Rafael. What? Anyway. Um, so he, he wakes up and he's got these two spirits that are kind of trying to lead him down one path or the other. Well, it comes to find out that Orokusaki, the reason why he is the way he is is he is possessed with the spirit of the dragon and basically what this is is the the spirit wants to take over his body and world domination kind of a thing it's mm -hmm. like the, but it's like this force among nature but this this like i said he's got two two spirits okay so the angel on the one shoulder and, and the, the devil, devil on the other, other. Well, okay. the devil right. is actually his father and he's telling him how worthless he is and how useless he is. And, you know, you might as well just give in to the dragon and just, you know, become something for your world. And it's kind of neat, though, because, like, his father, he's got these, uh, like, shoulder pads, but they've got the spikes on them. He's dressed basically like, sh he's the like Shredder. like the Shredder. But his center chest, like his center plate, yeah. has a foot right there oh. on the center. Okay. He was Make the leader of the Foot Clan. His father, so Orokusaki's father was the leader of the Foot Clan. Correct. Okay. And, um... The uh, uh, the so angel. I just want to make sure they don't address anything just plot wise. Did oh they no. address anything about how he's died or how he finds himself in hell? No, it's just the book opens. Correct, he's in hell. He's yes, dead. okay, like, all right. Like yeah, bro, you you in hell, and um, so he ends up. I, I'm thinking I'm like four episodes in or, or something like that. Yeah, how far are you? Because you yeah, mentioned I'm like four comics in. You're four comics in because you mentioned right. you weren't fit. So the angel, yeah. Is Splinter. Because Splinter was his best friend. So in this, Amato Yoshi yeah. is Splinter. Okay. Remember, so so like remember, does he have a little rat on his shoulder? Well, or is it actually so like Amato Yoshi? So when you first come to it, you're in, you're in these woods. And he's like looking around and he goes, These are my woods. I remember these. And out, and he looks in like a pond. Mm -hmm. And he's like seven years old and he looks and here comes like a seven-year-old Amato Yoshi mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's like here we can play and we can remember who we are and he's trying to show him that he's a good person and like they get in kind of like a little sword fight with sticks and stuff like mm. that well and they're like it's time to go like that and he goes well, where am I going and they lead down this path and he starts going and all of a sudden you really develop like hell and all of a sudden he looks he goes aren't Aren't you coming with me? He goes, I'll always be there. And he shrinks down to a rat, and then he's on his shoulder the entire time. And actually, it's kind of funny. Like, So he starts going through these like areas where he's kind of reliving some things. And actually, one of the things that he ends up fighting are four demonic 
turtles. And he ends up having to fight them. And they actually get the better of him, and they're about to kill him. Mm-hmm. And out comes uh, Yoshi, and he's biting like the turtles and actually ends up huh. kicking their ass. And he's kind of thankful you know, for it. So he... I'm still, like I said, I'm still reading it, but it's it's very um, intuitive. This is something that it, it seems like kind of a, kind of a more of a cerebral type of book. Like yes. this is like a character study. We're looking well, at like and this what is something makes what um, makes Shredder tick. Orokusaki, Orokusaki. Right, and it's kind of neat. Like I I always liked that. Like when they would take like a character that you really don't know a, a lot of the background on mm-hmm. and give him more. You know, give him more filler. Give well, him y- yeah, something. Yeah, you're 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 defining him more as a character. He's not just he becomes not just a a uh, cardboard He's cutout a bad guy. bad guy. You kind of understand his his motivations. So but no, I, I like that. And, and what's I kind like of character what's kind of funny? You know what him and Doctor Doom have in common? Uh, they never need to look true. But do you know why? Why does he why does he wear the face mask? Uh, well, uh. Because they they have scarred faces, right? But well, I, d- I don't know if that was originally why. Uh, it might. I know that's why Doctor Doom wears the mask, and I know Ooh, he right. um, Shredder. he, his Shredder's face well, is scarred. But the thing is, like, you look at the scar, and it's literally like from his eye just down to like his mid cheek, right? Just right, like right. Doctor Doom, where it's this tiny little thing, and they look at themselves as disfigured. Well, there's such a, yeah, he's, uh, Doom, particularly, so vain. Such, a, such a narcissist yes. that, like, yes. my face is perfect, like, any blemish will, will, ruin yeah, me. ruin it. Ruined. Ruined. But anyway. Um, uh, that's interesting. I, I th- that's, uh, see, first when you mentioned the, I'll, I'll tell you where my mind kind of went first, yeah. when you mentioned the dragon spirit, um, it was making me think about kind of what DC did with Hal Jordan, um, oh. when they said he was infected with the parallax. parallax. Yeah. And I kind of didn't like that, and I'll tell you why. I didn't like the parallax. I'm saying I didn't like the parallax, not necessarily the dragon spirit. Um, so for for our youngins that happen to be listening to the show, uh, there was a, there's a period in comics like around the 1990s where yeah. Hal Jordan is w- a bad guy. He went insane. And that's when he got the white stripes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he went insane and basically hunted down all, all of the, green the other Lanterns. Green Lanterns yeah. so he could get enough power to resurrect his city, Coast City. Right. Because it and it was a really powerful story, and it ends up like he ends up redeeming himself at the end, but he sacrifices himself to kind of save everyone, but not before doing a heel turn, to Whoa, use, a, yeah. use a wrestling Look term. Look at you. Um, but then later they explain it that he was infected with the Parallax, and, and he wasn't really a bad guy. Yeah, and I, I don't like that because I think it cheapens the whole, you know, people do when they go through crisis, they they can sometimes do horrible right. things. Right. And that's that's a However, truth. And I that's what I thought they were doing with the with dragon this. spirit, but it doesn't sound like that. No, no. So I'm, I'm curious to see kind of where it goes. I like it. I'm, I'm finding it very interesting. Um, like I said, it's it's not the typical the four turtles living in the sewer fight and everything it has nothing to do with it to be honest with you it, it sounds like it could be almost like an out of continuity story yeah. like this is like a one and done sort and of thing so what you come to find out is actually shredder's daughter is trying to resurrect him so okay. she's actually like summoning demons and stuff to resurrect him so who knows like where this actually lies huh. in, in you know his his whole mind and well whatnot. you know i'm i'm interested now you've uh, i mean the premise is very intriguing yeah it's it's on comicsology it's it's uh free to download so well free 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 to download if you have jay's login well yeah <laughs> I mean, that's how that works 
That's how that works. We'll be publishing my login information to <laughs> Comixology at the don't end of the episode. No, we will not because I don't want Comixology to sue you. How, how's that going to get? Uh, yeah, that's going to get our listenership going. Everyone's going to listen to the end of the show so they can get my login yeah, information. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, no, I that that is an interesting premise. The fanboy side of me is thinking like of the crossover potential. Like, ooh, is he going to run into Jason in Hell? Is he going to run into Scorpion? Is he going to run into Spawn? Yeah, you know. Yeah. I'll, but no, I I like. I, I like stories that uh, examine the motivations of characters. And, you know, another series that's done that really well, I think, is the, the Transformers. Um, the writers of the Transformers. Yeah, uh, I agree. I've liked um, G.I. Joe and Transformers. So I actually yeah? have li- I really like that new, new series that they've put out. So Well, the I- IDW, I-, I can't speak to the more recent Transformers comics. I, I st- Very good. I, I th- really? Yeah. Well, th- I just remember the previous run, which was like uh, it had like the Dark Energon series, and the it, it was I, I don't know that remember the name. It was like they had the Combiner Wars and and um, anyway the Compactor they, Wars they and, uh, and the, the Compactor Wars, like the, yeah, the yeah. Modem Wars um, had done a really good job of giving these great backstories to like characters like Shockwave, right, and Megatron. And why they are the way they are. And yeah, and they had yeah. always been these very, kind of in the cartoon, I mean, they had to be, of course, very flat, one-dimensional characters. But IDW is really good at, their their writing team is really good at taking well, these characters and, and developing them into real people. They did that with Ghostbusters, too. Like, look at what they did to Winston. Winston, if you remember, he was just the other guy. Like, we had, we had such a good background with, you know, Pete, Egon, and Ray. Yeah. That... Yeah, yeah. You know, Winston was like, we, we never got to know him very. They were well. like, we need another guy, you know, right, and right, he just right. just shows up. And if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. And right. they're like, okay, he's just a hardworking guy. But you don't realize, like per the comics, he's a former Marine. Right, he's right, a right, right. Hero. He is the bravest one he, he out gets, of them. He he gets a love interest in the yeah, in the comic man, books. I mean, you yeah, they it just it, it gave that character so much more. Like for me now. You know, it used to be, oh, I got to buy the Winston figure because, you know, you got to have all four. But now, like, if I see it, I'm like, oh, I'm buying the Winston figure. It made you like the character. Yeah, it made you love the character. And that's kind of what's going on here. Like, the Shredder figure, you know, I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, he was actually kind of cool. He's not the figure that was too tall for the Ninja Turtles box, so they gave him a hunch, (laughs) if you remember. Well, I I think, though, that the most terrifying villains are the ones that have motives that you You can can kind of relate to. Okay, I get that. And and they're they're humanized. Like, um, you know, Magneto in the the X-Men series, like, you you kind of know what he's been through. How many people have you seen with the shirt that say Magneto was right? Right, right, right. I mean... You see ha- have you seen time. on on Reddit? They have. There's another one like Thanos was right. Have you seen? <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's well, like, oh well, no, Thanos did nothing wrong. That's right. That, that's well, you look at that though, and you some people would say, okay, I kind of get that. Okay, I kind of get that. Yeah, yeah. So there, th- there are some people. The only ones that are like, you look at it and you go, no, nah, that guy's wrong. It's like Cobra Commander. You know, you look and you're like. Yeah, dude, you're wrong no matter how you, hard you, you look. You're, you're just, yeah, you're, you're just evil. You're just an evil there's dude. That will not be a shirt. There will not be a shirt that says Cobra was right. No. There no. will never be a shirt. Are, are you reading any G.I. Joe right now? Um, Actually, yes, I am. I am. Uh, did, did you not want to talk about this, well, this I mean, one? It, it's fine. I'll just let you know what Is I'm. Is it private? No, no, no. I'm reading the, the new, actually, I'm reading the Transformers uh, G.I. Joe series that's that's going on right now. There have been several. Do you, do you know which? I don't know. I, I don't. Okay. 
I don't know. It's it's the one that was there. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. It was the only thing that I don't like. Yes. And I will say this: like, there is a GI Joe for every season. You know what I mean? Like, how that's deep, man. You like that? That's, that's there really that, is. That shit's deep. There is a GI Joe for every season. That's kind of like you know. My brother has this saying: "There's a little Godzilla inside all of us." Mine's a lot of Godzilla. And and there's and there's a season for every G.I. Joe. That's right. Well the thing is is like I'm getting some G.I. Joe's that like you know, the Joe's are like, oh, instead of it being like I'm gonna do your homework for you and I'm gonna look on my comicsology and see what you've been reading. Um since you won't do you want here, I'll I'll I'm gonna look it up because I got no keep keep going, man. Hold on. What what did you mean I I feel like that needs further explanation. What what does that mean for every season? There is a G.I. Joe so for every season, like for every stage in your life. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like is a G.I. Like Joe for your 20s, a G.I. Right. Joe for your 30s. So in Star Trek, yes, there's the away team there's and typically a guy who's going to die. Right. Red shirt. Right. Yeah. Red shirt. Randy. But with G.I. Joe, problem is, it's like I haven't seen Duke this entire damn time. Like, I'm like, come on. Give me some normal people here. Like, like rock and roll is a big one. And I'm looking and I'm like. You're getting some. I'm sorry. That's that's what I. Yeah, you're getting yeah. phrasing. But uh, but no, but like rock and roll is on there. Now listen, I don't want to offend anybody whose favorite GI Joe is rock and roll. Good for you. I'm I'm very happy for you. That's a thing. That's a guy. I, yeah. I didn't know that was a. That's dude. a thing. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it sounds like it like it would be a GI Joe character. But like we're getting these like second tier characters where they're off. You know, and of course IDW trying to give people backstories, but like I don't care. You know. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> give me Flint. Give me Lady J. Give me give me Scarlet. Give me Snake Eyes. Give me, you know, give me Gung Ho. Give me Roadblock. Give me. You know who you are? You're the guy that goes to the concert for, like, everyone's favorite band, and they're trying to try out some new stuff, and you're Homer Simpson, and you're like, no new crap. Just play Taking Care of Business. Yes. Sir, if no, you no, just no. calm down, we'll get to Taking Care of Business. Boo! I I would like to say that's you. Well, that's can I I can give you an example that's of that? Who you are. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go on a sub tier with that. Sub tier. So go please. I as as many people know, and I'm sure you do. One of my favorite bands in the entire world, of course, being the comic book guy that I am. Yes. Is Kiss. I am a giant Kiss fan. Rock and I roll mean, all night, party every day. I hate that song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is the one song from Kiss I can't stand. <laughs> Because because it was the mainstream and everybody wants to listen to it. But anyway, yes, I went to a concert and it was Kiss and Aerosmith. Okay, okay, and we go and Kiss actually played first, which kind of weird for us, but you know, is what it is. The arena was packed. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, no, Ki- Kiss definitely opens for Aerosmith. Oh no way! You no think Aerosmith way. Aerosmith opens for Kiss? One hundred percent. I think that's debatable. Well, hold on, and I'll tell All you. Right. I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. All right, go ahead. So we, well, I'm in, I'm in the theater. Yes. You know, we're in this stadium. Yes. And Kiss plays. They are on the money. Fantastic show. Now, mind you, I, like I tell a lot of people, their music might not be amazing, right? I, I wouldn't go th- so far it's, as to say that. It's good. It's it's popcorn okay. music. But go for show. Oh, definitely. You go for the show. Definitely. Yes. Yes. The spectacle. So they end, of course, playing rock and roll all night, and. <laughs> I mean, they're they're amazing uh, showmen. They I are. Mean, no, they, no doubt. They really are. And then, you know, there's confetti everywhere and everything like that. And there's like a 10-minute intermission. And then Aerosmith is going to start. When Aerosmith played, 75% of that arena was empty. Hmm. 
5%. And we get there, and Aerosmith was actually promoting a new album. So they played a lot of the new album, and people were pissed. And they started throwing things. Dude, dream on! The worst part was they didn't play, like, a lot of their hits. And another thing that I don't know if you're, you're aware of, Aerosmith is not known for their live shows. No, I didn't. Are you kidding me? They're not good. Steven Tyler? They they got issues sometimes. Sometimes. I find that very surprising. I was there, and I can tell you. All right, man. You were there. I wasn't there. I was there. But, like, their new album was a blues album, and I'm a a blues guy. So, Mm -hmm. for me, I was like, okay. I mean, it wasn't wasn't terrible, but Kiss blew them out of the water. I'm just saying that. But what I'm saying is is Kiss played their hits for two hours. Switching to IDW with their G.I. Joe title. Right, right, right. Basically, play your hits. I understand where they're getting from. Like, you know, they're like, oh, there's more G.I. Joes. There's more characters. You know, there's so many people. I I get it. I I don't want to read a comic book about fumbles. His (laughs) name is Trouser Snake. (laughs) His name is Trouser Snake. I love that. Fumbles. I love that episode so much. Um, But no, but like, we get some of them. And did you... So you watched The Toys That Made Us. Yes, I have. All right. And it was kind of funny. Like, the, the guy who ran the G.I. Joe figures, he goes, yes, and I'm also known as Law Dog. And I'm like, what? Basically, what they did was a lot of the artists started going around the office and looked at him and go, oh, what's your face? Oh, okay. Well, you're now a scuba diver. And, like, they would make the figures. They were kind of inspired by their coworkers. Th- to make them into them. And, you know, makes sense. I was like, son of a bitch, I want to you know, I was like, Do you think they were really working with like a hot chick with red hair and like another one with like glasses and or like you know a ninja with burned <laughs> up face and no, no there voice? <laughs> there was there was a mute ninja that like was at the reception desk <laughs> and like just had all of the messages like on his katana and and it's just oh god. So uh, I, I actually am reminded I have been reading something, but but it was it's it's been a while, but I don't think I've talked about it. Um, it was uh, Transformers versus the Terminator. Oh, I read it. Th- I read it too. That is the, it is the most stupid but bizarrely entertaining comic well, that it's I've robots read. Robots fighting robots. It it is. It's like so weird. So it takes place in kind of a definitely an alternate sort of alternate alternate continuity for yeah. both Terminator yeah. and Transformers, where both of these kind of coincide yeah and and kind of opens where so earth has been taken over not by the terminators not by skynet but by the decepticons right and so now the terminators are sending one of their own back in time to stop the decepticons because if earth is going to be ruled by any killer robot it's going to be the t-800 it's going to be by yeah uh, skynet god damn it well you know what i kind of wanted and there was one thing with that comic book that i didn't get and i really wanted it right you know the uh, the Skynet skyships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted one of those turning in like. They did, did it? They did. Yeah, did yeah. It transform? Go, yeah, go back and read it. I'm it gonna have to read it that's again. W- that's what Starscream and uh, they they looked. They I I believe so. I think so. They were they were uh, HKs the the hunter killers, but it's just it's such a bizarre story. I weird, mean, we're, right? We're we're living in such a weird time of comic books where we have all of these just very bizarre where they just want to uh, throw things together. It's like let let's just throw like peanut butter and and uh, and wasabi sauce together and let's, let's see, see what happens. Let's see what happens. But how? It, well, I mean, let's be honest. They did an homage to Kurt Russell. They did. 
Yeah. They had Jack Burton with Snake Plissken. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just an homage we had to the, Kurt Russell. The, the Big Trouble, uh, big Little, trouble China, Little China and Escape, Escape from, from New York, York mashup. Yeah. But I almost feel like that makes more sense <laughs> than this story makes. I it's don't like, know, man. It's, you're not sure who to root for in this story. Like, I don't want the Terminator to win because if the Terminator wins, he's still so here's humanity still loses. So here's what I did. I took myself out of it. And right? I said, I'm like, all right. Humans don't count no more. Who do I want to win? You know. So, so if you if you have to be ruled by a robot well, we're overlord, not I, I, which they just took over the earth. You know what I mean? Like we're done. We're already wiped out. I think it's a matter of just like, all right. Well, who wants the rock? So this is an interesting discussion. Okay, I th- so I'm going to throw my hat in this. Yeah. Um, I, I think if I had to pick, yeah. I would rather be ruled by the Decepticons. Agreed. And here's and oh okay Agreed. oh g- great we're on the same. Sh- well, I was really hoping you were going to go the opposite. No, I wouldn't because the Terminators want to kill us. They all. just want to completely wipe us out. Yeah. The the Terminators view us as an enemy. We're a threat. Th- we're a threat to them, so they want to eliminate Whereas us. Decepticons, at least we're alive. We're a nuisance, and they'll probably like enslave us and like have us working in mines. But then people like you and me are going to build a resistance and being able to fly like broken down star screams when we've killed them oh, and then totally. being able to start our own. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's where my mind went with that. But yeah, I would I would definitely um yeah, I'll, I'll definitely going to going to go that route. Yeah. Um you want to do some movie talk? Yeah. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. This Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Yeah, so I, I think probably the thing that's going to take the most time, we should probably start with this, is the long-awaited. So last oh, month— Oh, long is the right word. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, lo- yeah, long is definitely the right word for this. Um, a- after a incredibly long wait, an amazing kind of fan-based uh, campaign, right. we finally saw the release of the, the Snyder long-awaited Cut. Long-awaited Snyder of, Cut. Of the, of the Justice League. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, I want to say this. Regardless of what I think about this movie— and I know I've been an outspoken critic of some of and, Snyder's and takes on the characters. You and I are kind of in the same boat here. But but let me say this. Good on Zack Snyder. And and I want to say good on S- Zack Snyder for being able to see this come to fruition. You, you know, this is something, I mean, this was his oh. project, and it was kind of forcibly taken from him. Oh, uh, well, I know. I wouldn't uh, say forcibly taken. I, I, he, he, well, but he had his... I know he had a family he tragedy. Had his family tragedy to where he was like, "Listen, I can't, I can't do this." See, I don't believe that. You don't. I, I, I believe that. I, I believe he had a family tragedy. Right. But I believe that Warner Brothers exploited that as an opportunity to remove oh. him as director I because that. because they weren't happy well, with the direction. Well, you know the you know the rumor that I heard as well, right? No. That this whole thing was done by Warner Brothers anyway. <laughs> that they were planning on releasing it anyway. Well, and Warner that, that the release the Snyder cut was actually released by them. Well, I mean that c- to kind of get the hype yeah. up. Um, I could see that. I could see. I that. mean, I'm not saying I have evidence to prove this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm it, just kind of spitballing. But here. I mean, it's it's to their benefit. Well, I yeah, mean, 100%. certainly they made money if they got enough people excited about it. Uh, but but good on Zack Snyder. I mean, good for you 
at least being able to see kind of your vision, even though I may not agree with everything of it. Good on you for being able to get yeah. that realized. So, so let's speaking, let's start on. the deep dive on speaking this, man. Of his, well, let me start it with this. Speaking of your vision, if I took a nap in the beginning of the movie and woke up, the movie would probably still be tying. Oh my god! If you took a nap, you could you could like have like three birthdays. Yeah, and and the movie right. would, would be so would, would still be only into its first epilogue. So what I'm trying to say here. This movie is long. It's long. <laughs> hey, it's if you Rodney Listen. Dangerfield, it's long, very long. Well, here's the <laughs> no thing. No offense. Ten Commandments is shorter than that movie. You you would have time for like two Gone with the Winds. Yeah. In the time it yeah. takes to watch this film. Great movie. Like, like all right. I don't want to say great movie. I, I was gonna say I great movie because I don't want to say that. That was not my impression no, 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 when no. we talked. No, no, no. Better than the first Justice League movie. Better. But not the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I, I just, I don't get it. Like, everybody I've seen on the internet is like, oh, this is this is a true masterpiece and this and that. I'm looking at it, I'm like, masterpiece? One thing masterpiece. Is, is probably the diehard Snyder. You know, Snyder's got, like, it's like a cult almost. I understand he's, that. He's got some diehard fans. But, like, some of it, dude, like, I look at it, I'm like, all right, dude, I get it. It's cool, but, like. I've seen some better movies. He has diehard fans, man. He could literally paint something while holding yeah. the brush in his butt cheeks, and his fans would call it a Monet. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's and, I, and I get that. Is, is that what it is? Because, like, I didn't realize he had that kind of a following. He, he does, yeah. He, he's got, I mean, he's got, there's a very, pro I, I mean, I, I, like a lot of filmmakers, but I, I feel like, I don't know, this is just my own perception. I feel like the Snyder fans are particularly, they're a rabid, kind of very, rabid's is kind of negative. No, I like that. Very. Very, I will say, very enthusiastic fan base. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to echo what you said. This is a I did not hate this. I did I did not hate this. It is not a great now, movie. Now here's the thing, I hated parts. You hated of it, parts of it, but not. How about as an as an overall as an overall? Did you hate this entire movie? I didn't hate it, I but it was better than. Like I said, it was better than the one that I was originally released. Do you, you want to hear my ranking? How I would rank it against some of the other Snyderverse films? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so I would say it's by far superior to Whedon's Justice League. Yeah. Uh, way better than Batman v Superman, but oh, again, yeah. that's setting the bar very low. Yeah. And then I think I even like it a little better than Man of Steel. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of agree. Um, so of the Snyderverse films, it's it's my favorite the only of thing all of the ones he's done. The only thing that's kind of... I don't want to say making me up upset about it. Or the Snyder. No. No. I it's wanna see the Batman. It's I want to see the Batman. It's over, Johnny. Quit fucking with it. We're it's over. You know, it's it's done. Like, stop. Okay. Like, you know But but dude, they were reinforced, right? I know. Like the know. fans were like, restore the Snyder cut, restore the Snyder cut, and so much pressure, 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 boom, now you got it. So right. they've you, you you know it's the old adage, you give them an inch yeah. and they'll take a mile. So and, and But let, let's let's get into let's it. Start what, talking what, about what, well, what, yeah, yeah. One thing I want what, I, what did you like about it? Well, so I will say this. Um I want to talk about this real quick because yeah. I thought this was kind of fun. Sure, sure. So if you remember, this movie put Ben Affleck Back into rehab. Yeah. Like, yeah. he started drinking more. Yep. He was drinking. He was he was getting back down into a dark place. Yeah. And he flat out said, there's a reason why Robert Pattinson was taking the role of Batman, because he said, no more. No more. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. It's a lot of weight. It's a lot of pressure. It is. It is. Anytime I think you take on a beloved character right. like this, 
Yeah. But you know how they got him back in? Did you hear about this story? No, no. So Zack Snyder comes to him and says, hey, I want to do some reshoots. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be releasing my original idea of what we want to do. And he mm-hmm. originally he told him no. He told him no. And apparently, I guess he was talking with his kids. And A- Affleck was, talking, Affleck with was talking to his kids. Yeah. And his son looks at him and he goes, Dad, he goes, Daddy, you got to do it. He goes, Dad, can, can you please be Batman again? He goes, I love that my dad is Batman. Aww. And so he talks to Zack Snyder and he says, I'll do it. And I guess it was a caveat. He says, I'll do it, but you got to let me do one thing. And he goes, okay. Name it. He goes, I need to borrow the bat suit. And he goes, all right, done. Ben Affleck showed up in full bat suit. Full regalia. To his son's birthday party. Oh, wow. So he could show him that he's still Batman. That was kind of like the big thing. And like for me, like there are a lot of people in this world that don't like Ben Affleck. A lot of people. Really? Yeah. I mean, my wife is one of them. Your wife doesn't like Oh, she can't stand him. Really? But one of the things that I liked about this movie. Why? If, If you don't mind my asking. She thinks he's an arrogant prick. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, she doesn't think he's an actor. She thinks he does the same role in every movie. You hmm. know, it's kind of the same thing. Wow. But, but, for me, mm-hmm. I think his acting was, was awesome in this. I love... I think he's a talented actor. He's a... So... Has she ever seen um, The Town? I know. I No, I don't think so. But I... I he does some of his best acting I, in I agree. Movie. So, one of the things that I loved about this movie... Uh-huh. The relationship you finally really get to see between Bruce and Alfred. Yeah. Those yeah. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. And that one line that he slipped in. If you remember in, I think it was Batman versus Superman, when he said he was going to be putting a team together. Do you remember what he told him? If all no. of this fails, I'm going to say you put me up to it. And then when he meets the team and they all meet in the back. Wasn't, wasn't, that, wasn't that from uh, The Dark Knight that he said that? Did he? It? Yes. It was, it was Christian Bale. Who oh, said no, you're right. You're absolutely right. He's like, I'm going to tell everyone it was your, your idea. idea. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, what does he tell them when they're all there with Alfred? He looks and he goes, this is Alfred. I work for him. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I like looked that. and I'm like, yeah, that was funny. okay, well, there we go. But I, I, I like that. That was funny. I loved that relationship. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought you finally got to see that father and son aspect between mm-hmm. the two of them. And I really liked that. Um, I loved the development of Cyborg. I honestly thought the yeah. development of Cyborg was Agreed. awesome. Finally, it's another character. He's not just a side character. Well, I mean, he, he gets considerable character development. Yeah. Not only considerable character development, but his character arc, his story yeah. is integral to the main story. Yeah, line. yeah, and I thought it was, I thought it was great. Um, uh, although, to be honest, if you... <laughs> I mean, this movie's four hours long, yeah. so if you can't get character development in going four in hours. four hours, you're doing something wrong. And and also, we got basically a cyborg movie in that movie. Really? And and I can, I'll can i add to that, Chris, to say I can understand, too, watching this, why the actor who, who plays yeah. him would be— Ray Fisher. S- Ray Fisher would be so pissed off yeah, yeah. with— I mean, uh, apart from, you know, he's, All he's alleging that Joss Whedon is just a horrible human being. Which he could but be. Which he may be. We, I mean, we don't know that. but I don't he, know personally. He, but he's saying that. Um, but even that aside, 
uh, I think it'd be incredibly disappointing as an actor to shoot these very emotional scenes. You have you're playing this character that has this very and especially like well with him defined and story arc, and yeah, and then to have that all cut out, yeah. I, I would be incredibly disappointed. So sorry, yeah. I just wanted to piggyback no, no, off no, no. Of what you were saying. And I agree. I agree with that. Um, I really liked the gentle touch that they put in with Superman, like the whole thing with. You know, he comes back, and he doesn't have a mustache, <laughs> and he starts fighting them, and what brings him he, back? He, wa- he wasn't gentle then. Oh, no, he <laughs> was not. And what brings him back? Lois. Lois. Lois brings him back. And what does he do with her? Uh, he picks her up. Oh, oh, They oh, fly oh. off. My mind went to a filthy place. Where do, they, where do they end up? The farm. They end up on the farm because that is his safe space. Right. And right, I, right, right. I love that. Like, he's just sitting kind of – he's standing in the field, and he's kind of – he know like, his body instinctually went there. And then all of a sudden, like, he doesn't – he's not talking much, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it's slowly starting to come back to him, you know? And he, he, he says her name. Right, right. And she's like, oh. You remember, like, and he's like, of course I remember you, you know, and all because it took a minute for his his uh, his computer to reboot. Yeah, yeah, he was all like all emotion, Mo- motion and aggression. As, as long as we're talking about Superman, yeah. can we talk about? I I think something that was in Snyder's original vision, which I really liked, is the death of Superman being the catalyst for all of these events to oh, occur. Agreed, like, because finally their weakest or their strongest weapon is no longer there. And, and quite literally illustrated like his death cry yeah. being like you see it that reverberating echo, throughout yeah. the world and literally triggering the opening of the of mother of box. The, of the mother box. Yeah, I like that. I thought that, that was that was really, really no, interesting. I, I agreed. Um it does yeah. No, I'll just I, I, I'd say it does present a bit of a problem for Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman fans because Wonder Woman gets nerfed in this movie. Yeah, she does. Well, she does. She gets nerfed. We're going to talk about she this. totally gets. Nerfed we're going to we're going to because about it's this. like, oh, no, the they weren't afraid of Wonder Woman. Right. They were afraid of Superman. And traditionally, correct me if I'm wrong, but traditionally in the comic books, Wonder Woman has always been represented as being as strong, as uh, powerful close. as Superman. Like, hasn't she? like. He's at a hundred percent. She's at like eighty percent. You know what I mean? Like she's she's super strong, but not not nothing compared to Clark because hmm. Clark is a god. That's the other thing too. Do you ever notice that? Like that was one thing that I absolutely loved mm-hmm. was when the Justice League was trying to calm down, uh, calm down Clark. Right. And he just I love when Superman he rises up just that like four feet above them, just kind of like staring at. You know, in that that straight line, mm-hmm. and he's just moving forward, and you know, like you look at that, and you're like, "Oh, dude, you're fucked. Shit, shit's about to go you're down. Fucked." And that was kind of my thing. Um, yeah. So, like I said, uh, uh, there's definitely the story. Also, is a mu- much more cohesive yeah. story. Yeah. I, well, um, it, it better be. And, and yeah, with four hours, it better be. And and uh, again, this. I think also a certain amount of sympathy, at, at least for Joss Whedon, as far as – I'm just saying sympathy as a storyteller um, with the task that he had to do. They No, I agree. He had a really difficult task. Warner Brothers was like, all right, you need to take this. Your turn. And you need to cut out this and this and this. And I, Joss Whedon was very likely, I think, had I his think hands – I think he was a pawn. T- well, I, I was going to say, yeah. 
He was a pawn. And had his hands tied as a, as a storyteller. Like, people are, like, looking to burn down his house and stuff, you know? Like Well, and that's more over, like, his treatment of the cast. And it seems like more and more people, like, like Gal Gadot is also coming forward. Yeah. And saying that he was a bad he, he was, he's so and and even like Charisma Carpenter who played um, uh, on on Buffy the Vampire Slayer she was Cordelia yeah and I, I had read that she had even come forward and kind of corroborated so, so you know the worst kind part of a, kind of a douche yeah but you know the worst part about this right mm -mm. that means we're never getting a Firefly <laughs> um, with how ha people hate him right now yeah. we're never gonna get a Firefly well you know if I'll just say this if Mel Gibson can make a comeback. I think it's I think it's well, fair game for anybody. Has he really made a comeback? Uh, he's he's in movies, but not anything that is seen regularly by anybody. I I, I don't I don't know I don't know if that's true. I th so um, all right, people love a comeback story. So now, like I said, we've talked about the good stuff. Did did we get all of it? So we let's see. We talked about stories more cohesive. Yep. yep. Um, I, I'll tell you this movie. Oh. I could tell that I didn't hate it. The graphics. Can we talk about that? Like oh, it's a completely different like color Steppen palette. Like Steppenwolf. Oh, oh, yeah. I the love uh, the aesthetics. They made much him better. Except yeah. his puppy the dog eyes. The CGI is is definitely much better. Yeah. Um, he we finally get dark side. Like we're yeah. seeing dark side. Yeah. And I look and I was like, yeah. I was like, all right, now I get it. Destroyer of worlds, conqueror of men. I was like, yeah. It it, it uh, what I was and I w what I was gonna start to say was I found myself as I was watching this movie wanting to find out what happens next, next and feeling kind of disappointed that there's nothing we're, we're not going to be able to yeah, it's done we're not going to be able to go to this world but the story just makes so much more sense now yeah. uh the way that joss whedon had to kind of pare it down it the villain's motivations in that movie that version of steppenwolf right did not make as much sense the whole thing about how and, and again i'm talking about the the joss whedon right. justice league movie how the Whedonverse. The Whedonverse. Um, people are ca people are calling it. Um, I forget what they're calling it. I don't know. Justice Justice Whedon. Yeah. I think they're calling it Justice Whedon. But in the Justice Whedon. Justice um, Whedon. Jo oh, that's it. That's Just it. Justice Justice, Justice Whedon. Yeah. Um, the whole premise at the end that the Terra Demons are or the Parademons are they're attracted to fear, and so because Steppenwolf feels afraid at the end of the movie they, they all swarm him, him and that's yeah. basically I didn't it. Like that. It, it was really just like, kind of a cop out. I kind of like this one where he's trying to rebuild his honor. Yeah, I yeah, like that. I'm yeah. like, well, okay, cool. Yeah, that that's makes a, sense. That's an understandable motivation that and he wants to get back in his father's good graces. You know, it, right? And we're, we're talking about what, what were we just talking about in the what you're reading is the development of of, of characters, characters of you know a villain with a motivation you can understand yeah. is much more entertaining. They're much more real. Right. Uh. So. So, so yeah, the the motivations of all the characters are much more clearly fleshed out. It's yeah. a much more cohesive story. Uh, I agree with you that visually, uh, it's it's much more consistent with the with the earlier movies. Right. The color palette. Right. I did not miss at all. I did not find myself missing at all. Dan the Annie Delfman. Uh, no, excuse me, Dan Danny Elfman score. Um, you didn't miss it. I did not. No, I did not miss it at all. I liked the that it was its own. They restored the Hans Zimmer. I think it was Hans Zimmerman who yeah. who did the the score here. No, because I felt, and I think I said this when I first when we got those first leaked it videos. Kinda it kind of cheapened it. It's pandering. Yeah, it's it kind of like, cheapened it. It's like, hey guys, remember this? Remember when remember Batman? How cool it was. Remember how cool it was when Batman had this theme? And remember and the wore, Superman? And he wore theme? Nike. And he wore Nike boots. Anyway. It, it, yeah, I, it, I, I I like that so uh, so much better. So yeah, it's I don't hate it. 
Uh, I would even go as far to say I would watch it again. Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) You won't go that far. Well, can we talk about the things we didn't like? Sure, sure. We can... Let's let's go. Well, there. no, honestly, this movie is way too long. But my okay, it's but way my too long. list, my list actually isn't really that bad. Okay, to be honest with you, your it, list is not as long as the Snyder cut. Whoa, <laughs> no, whoa. there are more things that I liked about it than the things that I didn't like about it. Okay, all right. Um, let's talk about the big one, the one thing phrasing. That, let's talk about the thing that I just I could not stand. I don't understand this dude, but all right, it's your thing. It bugs you. Go ahead. The Amazonian throat singing. Uh, Literally, Wonder Woman gets on. Uh, yeah. You didn't. I'm doing. I'm not. Yeah. I'm doing a horrible. But job. here's the thing. She steps on the screen. It starts. Batman doesn't get something like that. Flash doesn't get something like that. Nobody. Pandering. That is pandering. And I understand where you came from because you had said to me, you're like, listen, you know, she's ancient. You know, this is kind of their way of showing. Okay, but the problem is (laughs) when she opens up a fucking door and the music starts or she's like, oh, I'm going to go tie my boots. And there's fucking music behind it. That's enough. Well, well, and uh, and uh, so so, so let me just say this, that Zack Snyder and and I I can't take credit for this thought. uh, This is not an original thought. Okay, So I'm parroting a thought that I, I saw on YouTube. Um. He loves his slow mo, man. Oh, I know, I know he does, and I'm good with that. I'm good with that. No, no, no. But wait, though, because your complaint ties into that. Zack Snyder likes to take these little moments and have us really, really focus on them. So that's kind of what that music moment is about. No, but she was like walking regular, and that shit showed up. Like I'm. That's what I'm saying. But the problem is, is I'm like, okay, enough. Now, now here's the problem. Like, if they had done it Mm -hmm. two or three times. In crucial moments, I would have been happy. Right. I right. would have been good. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, it's like Jen and I are literally sitting on the couch, and it almost turned into a drinking game. Like, drink every time it happens. Because I'm we going to see like, if I can find it. We're like, this is fucking ridiculous. Because it would just be like, there she is. Boom. There she is. Boom. There she is. Boom. And I'm like, enough. Enough. Uh, yeah. So that uh, bothers me. Here's another one that bothered me. I understand what they were trying to do, but it was one of those things where I was like, guys, the, you're, you're kind of pissing on your own storyline here. And it's, right. it's really simple, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. The uh, soldier transport ship. Oh, ba- Batman's? Batman's yeah, transport yeah, yeah. ship, okay? Do you remember what he said? He's like, I can't get it to fly. I can't, you know, we're trying to figure it out. Blah, 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 Cyborg. blah. Talks well, to well it. not even that. He C-3PO's Right, it. but the thing is, Cyborg says it wants to fly. It wants to fly. It just needs to find its right way of doing it. Okay. Batman. Right. Being the world's greatest detective, mm-hmm. you have a walking fucking computer coming into your house. Right. Why didn't you fucking figure out that maybe Ray could talk to the goddamn ship? <sighs> Come on, man. I, y- y- yeah, I mean, okay. I, I mean, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll grant you that, but is that is that something that really bothered you about the— It irked me a little bit because I'm you. like, Batman, you're supposed to be smarter than this. Why <laughs> couldn't you figure this shit out? Well, maybe I think they were probably more focused at that point at using Cyborg to find the mother boxes. Maybe it was, okay, it was less but, of a but priority. Still, but he's saying, I want to use it. I want— we want this thing, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to need this thing. If that is a thing that you're going to need, why don't you have the walking computer talk? I don't even understand really why they needed that. Because you, okay, so of your, 
Wonder Woman. Well, I guess Wonder Woman can't fly, but like the Flash can. Flash doesn't need it. No. Nope. Cyborg doesn't need it. Nope. Um, Bruce so has got something. And so Bruce can. You he know, he can ride his Batmobile. So the only ones that really need transportation are Aquaman. Aquaman. Because even like and, and even Wonder Woman, she can't fly, but she can leap really, but, really far distance. Then again, like Aquaman was like hanging on to stuff, and he was good. So that, that I, was mean, I, I think they included that in there. It was just another moment to kind of showcase right. Cyborg's powers. No, no, no. And like I said, I was happy with the way that it, it ended up, mm-hmm. where he was like, "Oh, I, I figured it out." Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. But as the greatest detective in the world, you should have fucking figured that out the moment he walked in the goddamn door. I'm just saying. Okay. No, I'm not wrong. I, 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 you're not wrong. I, right. I, I will just. I have no reply to that, okay. so I'm just going to so say, here, okay. So here's another thing. What, what, what irked you? What else bugged you? The spider crawler. That was a fucking action figure. That's all it was. Like, I'm looking and I'm like, that was built for a fucking toy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. why? Wh- yeah. What did you need that for? When would you ever need this? Why like, did you need that? Batman, a, a, a vigilante who operates in a ah! city, right? <laughs> He's got a cr- giant crab coming after people. Why would you ever need this? And It's, it's the and, mobile oppression and device. And this is, this is the fanboy in me. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't even match the motif. It's not even a spider. You agree, right? I agree. It, it it it's sort of a piece of hardware that doesn't make sense. It's it's, it's talking street luge Batman. That's what that was. It is it is talking street luge Batman. But it was one of those things where I looked at it and I'm like, it's Arctic Arctic Blast. Yeah, it's wintergreen Batman. Yes, no, one hundred percent. Because like I look at it, I'm like, he's like Alfred. I need this. And I'm looking, and I'm like... It's called the Nightcrawler, which... All right, that's kind of a cool name, Je- but... Jen got really excited, but then realized she was in the DC Universe. Oh, she thought she was... Yeah, and she's like, whoa! Oh, boy, the X-Men are in this. No, she was like, yay! Because Nightcrawler is one of her favorites, and oh. she goes, this is bullshit, you know? And But I remember, <laughs> I'm watching it, and I'm like... Just another reason to hate Ben Affleck, well, but huh, here's Jen? the thing that I looked at, and I'm like, once again, I don't understand why this thing is there. Why is it there? You're doing fine on your own. Why do you need this thing? What well, is it for? Were, were they really doing fine on their own? Because he called it in to because Batman was getting his ass kicked by the Parademons, so he needed he needed a. I mean that part of it I understand. Like okay. Batman using a machine to take out a creature stronger than him. That's a that's I feel like that's very I consistent with the comics. But, but still, like I look and I'm just like this thing is dumb. I don't like this. Yeah, I I was I was I not a like not this. a fan of that. Um, and so let me just comment one one more. I mean, I said I think it's 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 too long. I I get it. It makes sense because Snyder I think realizes that this is his last hurrah. Yeah, with yeah. The, with I mean, the DC that. universe, so why not cram everything in the kitchen well, sink? Well, and th- and that was the there. thing. And I got and I got that because yeah. one of the th- gripes that I'm going to talk about, you know, and I understand why he did it. Mm-hmm. Well, the next one, the entire Flash character. Agreed. I don't. Like what they did to Barry. I, I hate that characterization. They, they turned of him. him into a sniveling child. He he's very like this. He's played off as this very socially odd. You know why, um, right? Kind of character. You know why and they did it? No, I. Well, to match the actor, maybe to not even just that. Uh, no, because they needed a Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. You like, can have a you, but I feel like you. But if you look at the Justice League, right? Okay, we didn't get the Arthur Curry that we know. Right. We got one to look like Thor. Right, right, Because right, it right. makes money. Right, So right. in this one, they're like, oh, well, what if we have one that's like a sniveling little guy with superpowers, and he's learning to come in his own? Come on, man. 
I, I like just that's disgrace to Barry Allen. I don't know a whole lot, honestly, about how Barry Allen is normally characterized. I I think uh, honestly, and you you may I may be blaspheming here, so I apologize. But I think kind of the character of Barry Allen normally. Oh, you should see the look on Chris's Keep face. Keep going. Tread lightly. Kind of boring. I mean, okay, he's, he's, so he's a bo- kind of a boring kind dude. Of, but the thing is, and and it's the one. So th- I think they didn't know what to do with him, so they wanted to make him see. That's that's wrong. Odd. Though. So the thing is, like with Barry Allen, the thing that I've always liked about him. Do you remember the Justice League cartoon? Yeah, he was yeah, fast yeah. talking. He was. Well, he was Wally though. He was Wally, Wally West. He wasn't Barry. Oh no, Allen. he was Barry. No, on in the uh, the cartoon in the Justice League Unlimited. It was yeah, it was Wally West. It was really. Not, but yeah, anyway, Barry anyway. Allen. But the thing with Barry Allen is Barry Allen is good at his job. Mm-hmm. He's fast. He's efficient, but he's late for everything. That was pretty much what it was. Yeah. yeah. It, do you remember wore a bow tie? New Frontier. Do you remember what he always said? Batman looks at him. He goes, Ah, the Flash. Or no, it was Justice League War. He goes, ah, the Flash. Hey, Batman. Fast, efficient work. I like it. And he walks away and he goes, oh, my God, Batman has one. You know, but like, <laughs> but the thing is, is, he's, this guy was actually a leader. He could be a leader in his own. That's the thing about Justice League. Each one of them could be a leader. Mm, right. But they've decided that they all come together. I could not stand it. I just I, couldn't stand it. You know, I, I mean, that was Snyder's vision for the character. But then, then again, I don't like a lot of the way that Snyder characterizes. I, I, a lot I, of the I think we've talked about I, his Batman is yeah. not my Batman. Well, his, his Superman is not no, my Superman. I agree with you. Um, his Batman, he went more for like the Frank Miller. Uh, that was well. That Batman is the end of the road Batman. He, he went more for the Frank Miller Dark Knight fr- Batman. No, I wouldn't even say Dark Knight Batman. I would say he went dark. It's like Dark Knight Strikes Again. Okay, kind of when Miller. That's not Batman All Star. Let's start there because it's not. I, 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 no, I mean, he, I will say this, he is very, uh, Snyder's Batman is very close to, in, in my opinion, Ah. all-star Batman. I wouldn't say that. He's very, very brutal. The Batman in this movie is not as brutal as the one in Batman v Superman. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Let's Which is why I think I, you know, one of the reasons I like this movie This is one of the reasons I'm very excited for the Batman. Mm -hmm. He is a man dressed up like a bat. Beating the shit out of bad people. It's not somebody who just ties somebody up. And I forgot, I forgot what it was. I don't, I don't know where it was. Oh, Long Halloween, right. uh, the the new the new cartoon that's coming out. Mm-hmm. There's a line in it, and he says, "I I thought you just captured bad guys like that." And he was like a criminal. He goes, "Oh, Batman. He's not going to do anything." He looks and he goes, "You guessed wrong." And I'm looking at him like, "Yeah." That's pretty much it. You know, Chris, we could probably do an entire show just on the different characteri- characterizations of, of Batman. But, I, you know, but Let's there's, get a, mo- there's target, a moment. Please. No, no, no. But what I was going to say was just to, there's a moment that you've talked about yeah. where Batman recruits Clayface yes. to be part of his I team. I loved that. But see, that to me is Batman. Batman uses violence when it's necessary. But right. I never got I the impression from at least the stories that I really like, that he enjoys the violence, that he gets a, 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 no, a, no, no, no. a thrill from the violence. It it's, is a, a, it's a it's a means, means to an end. It's a means to an end, but at his heart, at his core... He's a good person. He is a good person that yeah. does not want to see another human being suffer, which is why in the story of The Long Halloween, yep. like he, Solomon Grundy, yep. right? Um, what does he do in the story? Brings him food yep. on Thanksgiving. Yep. So he is not... Uh, oh, another one of my favorite kind of Batman moments, too, uh, is actually in the animated verse. Uh, if you remember, I don't know if you remember the, it's like one of the stories of Batman's kind of last adventure. And um, 
Amanda Waller sends oh, yes. Batman in to kill uh, a villain. Her yeah. powers have gotten out of control, and she's basically a threat to the whole world. Right. And Batman says, "Let you know, let me do it." And he goes in, and the girl knows that he was sent in to kill him, and yeah. and she basically says, "You know, you 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 were sent here to kill me. Yep, but you're not going to do it, are you? Nope." nope. Uh, and because Batman knows that she she's a kid, the right. villain is is a little right. kid. And it's that compassion that yeah. I think is very much missing in Snyder's Batman. Well, and I agree. Like, one of the, my favorite things with that is, like, uh, New Frontier. Mm -hmm. If you remember, um, Superman and Batman have met, and some time has passed, mm -hmm. and Clark ends up in the Batcave, and he sees Robin. Right. And he's jumping around, and he looks, and he goes, oh, you know, he goes, he goes, oh, Robin, you know, it's good to see you. He goes, <gasps> he knows my name, you know. And he starts talking, he goes, look at you, and he dresses the Dick Sprang. Mm -hmm. And he mm -hmm. looks and he goes, well, sidekick, brighter colors. And he looks and he goes, I used to scare children. That's not what I wanted. And that, and that was the thing. That's like, a I great line. And I love that. That's where a he's great like, line. I got it. You know, I got in this. He says, I did this to scare evil. I didn't get in to scare children. Right. And I looked right, at right, it and I was right, like, right. yeah, all right, I'm good. I'm good. But all right, back that's, to our target. That's Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back to our target. Just yeah, so With the Flash, one of the things that I, I understood why they did it, but I didn't like it. So his whole running, he's right. got this like limp wrist, looking like he's throwing. He's doing like some 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 sort of some sort of uh, knives or something, and some sort of bizarre dance is happening. And I understand, you know, aesthetically with the designs and blah 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 blah, and why people did it. I didn't like his rubber band suit. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's more got these stupid little wires. More kind of visually, yeah. you, you don't like it. it you, you prefer like something like the Grant Gustin. Flash yeah, suit. I mean, it works. I mean, listen, just just suspend my belief then and tell me <laughs> that this fabric doesn't fuck up when it gets hot. Yeah, Good. I, mean, I can be forgiving of, of stuff like that, but yeah, I I, I still don't like uh yeah, so I still don't like Z Snyder's characterization of a few of the characters. Yeah. His Wonder Woman feels like Wonder Woman to me. No, I agree. Uh, I love her as Wonder Woman. Uh, Aquaman. Um, I'm I've never been like the biggest Aquaman fan. See, I am. So, so maybe you kind of take what's what's your take on his characterization a of Aquaman? Aesthetically, yeah, I'm looking for mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Would I like to see the blonde-haired, clean-shaven Arthur Curry? Yes, you. Okay. Yes, I would. But, but, I do feel that Jason Momoa does it justice, and I like in the end that he's at least wearing the end of Aquaman movie. He's actually at least wearing a comic ac comic accurate suit. I did like that. The, the Aquaman, see, this is, and so as a fan of Aquaman, maybe yeah. you can enlighten me in this. The, my take on, so Snyder's characterization of Aquaman, he's basically like a biker. He's like a biker dude. Pretty kind much. Of. What is Aquaman like normally in the comic books? Arthur Curry was a quiet man. He kept to his own. He was a fisherman with his father. He lived in a lighthouse. His, fa his father fell in love with Queen Atlanta, and they had a child. They had Arthur. So they hid Arthur to keep him away because Arthur was the true uh, heir to the throne of Atlantis. Mm -hmm. And his there were people that were trying to conspire against the king and the queen that they were going to kill Arthur. So that mm -hmm. way the, the, the bloodline would be dead and they would put somebody else in its place. So then he hid him and he didn't know. Well, like well, no, no, but I, I know. But that, that's like that's his history, though. Right? How is he normally characterized in he the comics? A, he's not a biker dude. He's a in quiet, the mild mannered guy. Now. No, he's, so he's not boring. He's, he's kind of a he's kind of he's, he's kind a of man. Boring. Well, but here's the thing: he kept to himself a lot, like a certain boy from Kansas 
because he had powers, and he knew he had powers, so he had to stay away from people. But the one thing that I did like that WB kind of brought back was, so his father dies. He's kind of going through a rough time. Mm-hmm. He goes to the bar, and he's drinking a lot. And This is in the comic. This uh, comic, and also they, they did it in the animated, uh, one of the animated movies that I kind of liked. And he's actually having a conversation with a lobster in um, the tank. Right, <laughs> and like he's at a bar, he's just drinking. So they're gonna eat. You know they're gonna eat you, right? But but like he's <laughs> but he's not saying anything. So they're yes. You doing the yeah? So they're talking to fish. But anyway, but he's like <laughs> talking, and then what's kind of funny is this guy comes in and he goes, um, he starts grabbing. He goes, "Hey, I was having a conversation with him," <laughs> and the guy goes, "Well, I'm gonna eat him like that." And he goes, "Well, no, you're not." And he kind of stands Here's up. my friend. He's like, you're going to leave him alone. And he actually picks a fight with them. And they try to stab him. Like, you know, they go to stab him. And his... Do you know who I am? Well, I'm Aquaman. This is before he was... I talked to the fishies. This is before he knew... Oh, that he was Aquaman. Yeah, so... I'm he, sorry. Am I shitting on your... Yeah, you on are. Your, I'm sorry. You are. I don't, I'm not trying to be a dick. No, I'll, no, no. I'll no, stop no. being it's a okay, dick. It's okay. okay. I, I think it's kind of funny. I apologize. So, but anyway, um, he he's telling these guys, like, hey, why don't you just... Leave him alone uh, and right. go away. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, what are you going to do about it? And he looks at the one guy and he's like, well. And he's always kind of had to uh, taper his you know, strength and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, he's drunk, so he just, boom! And he pushes the guy. The guy flies out the, the front of the door, breaks the door. And the guy looks at him like, holy shit. They're like, this guy's a freak. One guy pulls a knife, goes to stab him, hits him in the chest. Knife breaks. Because his skin is he has to endure like the deep pressure. It's, it's like he's Im- like bulletproof and knife yeah. knife. So and and, and he's stronger when he's in water, right? Uh, yeah. I, I remember reading and something and, and, like, like he, that. When he's in contact with water, he's even stronger. Like right. on land, he's very strong, but he's even stronger like, in the water. I, I read too that he's like as strong or stronger than Superman when in he's the water. when he's in Which the water. Which makes sense. But so he ends up like kicking the crap out of all these guys, and he walks over to the water. Pulls the bands off of the lobster and like looks at him and he goes, "Have a good night." And he puts him in the water and he kind of just swims off. But the thing is about Arthur is he's got a big heart, and he looks and he's like, "You're gonna l- leave him alone." Like he stood up and he's like, "This thing's defenseless. Leave him alone." He's like, D- "Don't, don't do that," you know. And I, I've always liked the character. I always, I always liked the idea mm-hmm. um, that he was mythological like people are like oh well this guy just randomly shows up on ships and saves all these people right, and then is right. gone and they're like who the hell is that well cuz it's uh, it's Arthur and I, I so i just think kind of like they didn't know what to do with the character i agree of because Arthur everybody sees him as a joke or, or, or everybody sees aquaman or, as a or joke or Barry Allen and so i think Snyder i mean he's got his take on the character and uh, it, it may not be my cup of tea. Uh, do, do you like Momoa as as Aquaman? Once again, like I said, d- do I want to see a blonde-haired, blue-eyed? Do I want to see a blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, Aquaman? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Was I happy with Momoa? Momoa is a great actor. I think he he did it justice. I thought he did it very very well. He did it yeah. justice. Yeah. Uh, All right. I see what you did there. So then I have one last gripe, but it's not yes. really a gripe, right? And I understand why uh, Zack Snyder put it into his movie, mm-hmm. the Nightmareverse. 
Yeah, yeah, that's um I, I was I was happy I got to see Deathstroke. I was so cool. I was like, Yay But the way that he places that sequence and it's just kinda like thrown in. Well, it makes absolutely no if I mean for us guys that are like hardcore nerds, we understand that okay, this is a future sequence, this is something that right. is is going to happen. But it makes absolutely, to the casual viewer, I would think would be very confusing yes. that we just saw Deathstroke a moment ago in a scene with Lex Luthor where he's saying he wants to kill Batman. Right. And now we're transported to this different location where now he's working with Batman. And I, I, again, I get it. It's like this is Snyder's last hurrah. So right. And he wants to put in everything he, that he, he can. He wants to just well, put everything you know why out I there. I think he did it. I think he threw as much as he can so people are like, oh, I want to see this. I want to see this. I want right. to see this. Um, it's a showcase. Jared Leto's Joker. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was interesting. Did you notice that the face tattoos were gone? Yeah, the face tattoos, the face were, tattoos the were gone. The face tattoos were gone. And I, I really didn't find didn't anything care. about his performance that was particularly earth shattering. No, to and me everybody or, or there's, memorable. There's the one line that he says, and I forget. I even forget what it is. It's something about a society or blah 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 blah. I and I missed that too. I was, I was yeah. There was something that everybody's talking about. But the thing was, is I looked and I was like. Okay, well, I guess I did. I did. I I did like one thing and the banter between Batman and Joker because honestly, we really didn't get a lot of it in that universe. We didn't really got it. The most we got. No, I mean, that's that's it. That's the, all. That's the only well, banter the, we got. Well, the most that we ever got something close to that mm -hmm. was when he was capturing Harley Quinn in. Uh, they never talk. Suicide I mean, they're, but, I mean, but they're interacting, in, interact. but they but they never. But talk. with this, where he's looking at him and he's like. You choose your words wisely. Like I'm looking at him, like, yeah, all right. I'm like, shit's about to go down. Yeah. And then I he's like, but the the thing that made me laugh, because of course, you know, like they had no uh, language restrictions, and all of a sudden, Batman looks at me and goes, "I will fucking, fucking kill, kill you." you. And I was like, it's like really. I I I now me, you know me. I am a purist Batman. Right. I even like All Star Batman. I do think it's it's. I didn't like that he was mean to Robin. I didn't like that. Right. But yeah. the one thing is, is I remember when mean he to said, Robin, dude. He was telling him to eat rats in yeah, the cave yeah, and like smack him, him around. And, right. But, yeah. But anyway, um, when he told him, he goes, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Batman ain't fucking playing no more." I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Where the hell did that come from?" Well, and and here's my take on that, and I'll tell you why I don't like that. So. Joker, presumably, if this is the Joker right. that has kind of been consistent with the comics, uh, has killed people left and right. He's killed Jason, he's and they killed actually Jason. talk about it. He's killed Jason. He's killed. He's killed people left and right. But Batman doesn't kill him because he's not going to break his one rule. Right. So now that Joker has done something that uh, has personally affected Batman. Right. Now he's going to break his one rule. I think it just makes the no, character I come off I, as I very really selfish like and yeah. very just, you know, he's willing to, his pr your principles don't mean anything if they don't apply in all situations. Right. Like, no, I agree. I don't believe in killing unless someone kills someone that's important to me, right. in which case it, then it, I'm going to kill them. It speaks my narrative, so therefore I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. Um, one, other, one other little gripe. Now, mind you, I was happy to hear Alfred in his comms. Mm-hmm. Personally, if he's been doing it that long, you know what that means at that point, right? No, no. We what does that mean? We have Oracle. Why? Oh, I, uh, I, I <laughs> just, I just honestly, I just would have liked 
I would that. be very surprised if Oracle exists in this world. This is consider this no, the Snyder versus a world. There's where only one Jimmy, Robin that Jimmy, has died. Oh, Jimmy Olsen is dead. Robin is dead. I really don't see Snyder as no, being I someone who would be very sympathetic. Be the rest of it, but I agree I with you. So. But it was meh. So meh. All right. So, do you want to talk about the other movie? Yeah, l- I, I, l- let's let's, let's do that. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it quick. Uh, and and so this is uh, this is my little quick review of uh, Godzilla as, versus. As Jay right now is wearing a Godzilla shirt. I'm, I'm wearing a Godzilla shirt. Um, you know, we saw the release of Godzilla versus Kong last yeah. month. It was released in theaters. It was released on uh, HBO on Max. HBO Max. And uh, to, to great success, which, you know, I, I like. I mean, because I enjoy these movies, and I, so this, this success is like, means... This is your this is your wheelhouse. Like, this is my wheelhouse. If, if I have a question when it comes to kaijus I'm or a, something like that, I come to you. I'm a kaiju guy, but I will say I'm a, I, my, my specialty, my PhD, if you will, is in Godzillaology. Agreed. Uh, I've got a minor in gammarism, but... Uh, and but like if you go into like Ultraman and stuff like that, I'm a little less. Where I am learning, so okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to catch up. So uh, let me say this about that. Uh, let me first start by saying that King Kong versus Godzilla, which was the original movie released, I think around 19, might have been released like 1960. I was gonna ask, wasn't it like in the 70s? It was like in the early late, late 60s, 60s, early 70s, early 70s. Yeah, was probably the favorite. If not my my all time favorite Godzilla movie of all time. Now this is something that we've d- discussed about. And I want to actually do a section on the show of this. Mm-hmm. Does that movie hold up? Oh, I think it totally holds up. You think so? Yeah, totally. Okay. I mean, for what it is, I mean, it is just a campy piece of work. I mean, the special effects are of course very dated, but right, for right, what right. it well, is. Well, I mean, the original Godzillas were like the Power Ranger explosions of buildings, which I love. Yeah. Um, that was one of my favorite movies. So, needless to say, when I heard that Godzilla versus Kong was coming out, I was very very excited. And perhaps because of my level of excitement and how dear the original movie is to me. You were going to see it no matter what. I was going to go see it no matter what, but also nothing was ever going to be able to live up to my expectations. No, of course not. So take what I'm about to say with that in mind. Um, I I liked it. Godzilla vs. Kong, I was disappointed. I liked it. I, I, was liked, I liked it, but I, but I was disappointed. Wow. I was disappointed. Because uh, people who've listened to this show know the typical J line, which is, I liked it. Not everybody else liked it, but I liked it. I, and, and, you know, I've been watching other people review this movie, and, and people love it. And I'm actually fine You're myself. You're kind of the other way. I'm jealous. I'm a little jealous of them because I want to love this movie. Like, I want to love this movie That's as how I felt about Justice League. I'm not going to lie to you. That's how I felt. Like, wanna I want to love this movie. I can't. Like, I want to love you movie. Make me love you movie. Give me a reason. And and the reasons I don't love this movie too, Chris. When I tell you, it's ridiculous. It's like I want to tell myself, like, get over yourself, Jay. Like, it's not a it's not a big deal. But uh, the reason, honestly, that I don't, I'm not loving this movie. Yeah, is there's so many things in the story structure that for me, my logical mind just won't let go of. Let go. Yeah. Which the original King Kong versus Godzilla movie? Okay, it was a very simple story, and it it It, was basically Godzilla was trapped. In in an iceberg, simultane- and, and breaks free of it simultaneously. A group of explorers find an island where they meet Kong Skull Island. Skull. Well, they didn't call it Skull Island in that movie, but, but it was basically the island where 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 he lives. And they decide they want to capture Kong and use him as the mascot for their their pharmaceutical company. Huh. Easy, simple premise. They're transporting Kong back to Tokyo. Kong wakes up, breaks free, senses Godzilla. Godzilla senses Kong. They go on a collision course and fight. Easy, simple story. 
I felt I feel like the story in this movie, Godzilla versus Kong, is just it's kind of involved and convoluted, and there's yeah. so many things that make the logical side of my brain question, like, well, we live in this world, like the movie opens with the the research team is studying Kong on his on his island. He's in a so they put him back. So they put it back on his island. Well, no, no, he never is in. He, so he's always been on Skull Island. And if you did, you see Kong Skull Island? Not yet. Okay, so I'll just a plot device. So he never goes to New York City. No, he never. So that whole thing. That no, whole no, no, no none, none of that in this continuity. That's never happened. So uh, he's never climbed the Empire State Building, which is the like. No, well, no, I mean, no, because the Kong is scaled up in this movie. So but you know what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, like yeah, none of that. No, none of that yeah. ever happened. And uh, so, a plot contrivance in Kong Skull Island is that the the island is surrounded by this perpetual hurricane that it makes it very difficult to travel to. to. to so, through, yeah. so it's isolated. Right. What's happened in Kong versus Godzilla is that hurricane has now contracted to where it's almost enveloping the entire island. So it's basically oh. wiped out. The people that live there, the it's, it's wiped out all the pretty much everything, and they have chosen to enclose Kong in this dome. This is very much almost like the danger room, kind of this simulation, right? Um, and I don't know why. Maybe I'm an idiot. You know, I like to I like to say that I, I just might be stupid. That's, that that that's, could be that's our motto. That that could be the the thing. We but just might be dumb. Um, they've enclosed. They spent all of this time and energy enclosing Kong in this dome, and I'm just wondering, like, why the interest in Kong? We live in this world, in this kind of monster verse. Other kaijus. You've got other kaijus. You've got Godzilla. You've got all of the kaijus you've that got, appeared in uh, King of the Monsters. Yeah, you've, I was gonna say you've got King Ghidra. You've got. Well, no, not anymore. God, Godzilla oh, yeah. killed him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, why the? So I felt like that was an element missing in the story. Why is all of this time, investment, and money gone into studying Kong? And there's a there's a moment in the film. So I'm not going to give away. There's a, a no, spoiler. There is a ability that Kong displays that you find out later in the film. Right. That I thought His ability was to make tools. No, oh. no, not oh, okay, that. Okay. But I thought was a missed opportunity that could have been a really good motivation for wanting to study him, and that is not the reason. So just logically, l let me just say that the fights between Kong and Godzilla spectacular. They were fun. Spectacular, wonderful. In fact, it's it's kaiju porn. I mean, it's just okay. ki it's kaiju fight porn. Kit now, can I interject with something? Because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I had a family member. My, my sister ha saw this movie, and she loves this movie, actually. Well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you love this movie, I want to say. Not, we're not shitting on it. I'm happy for you that you love this movie. Right. I want to be in your camp. I want to love this so movie. Did I tell you the reason, one of the reasons that I kind of didn't want to see this movie? No, no. Yeah, because you were, you were like, you're kind of lukewarm on it. I am. And first off, I don't see Godzilla as the bad guy. Right. I never right. see Godzilla as the bad guy. But right. apparently, of course, they've made him the bad guy. Right. The other thing is, um, I asked my I asked my sister something and because I saw it in the trailer and Godzilla or King Kong gets a weapon. He gets like an axe. Right? It's freaking Thor's hammer. Right. We've I mean it's not a spoiler well, to now, say that. We've we've seen it in now, the here's trailers. My thing, though. Here's yeah, my yeah, thing. Yeah. I asked my sister, I said, Was that one of Godzilla's backplates? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this theory. Because the only thing that would cut vibranium is vibranium. More vibranium. So that's what I was thinking. It's kind of the same realm. And she's like, no, they, they never really said what it They don't address it. They didn't yeah. say what it was made from. I'm like, well, that's fucking dumb. And 
And, and that's part of my problem is that there's a lot of things in this movie that just they're there, but just because they're there, just because they're there, and they're they're never really right. explored. Well, and and the, the trailer, another thing I didn't like was they're using an aircraft carrier to you know transport Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not in any kind of cage. He's just drunk on the side of the boat. And I'm looking, and I'm drunk like, drunk on his own sense of satisfaction. But you know what I'm saying, right? He's just kind of like sleeping on the boat. I'm right. looking, and I'm like, you know, if this bitch gets up, y'all fucked. Well, he, he, they have an explanation for that. What? It's not like he just fell asleep and they loaded oh, him onto the I, I, They drugged him up. I know they did. Kong took a little nappy nap and like, yeah. okay, quick, get him on the boat. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no it's, it's not It's it, not that. No, they B.A. Barakas him. That's what they did. They B.A. Barakas him. Correct. I, I know this. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of the thing. Uh, should, should I even explain it? Yeah, you go ahead. So B.A. Barakas from the A-Team, he did not like flying. He was always afraid of flying right. because of Murdoch. And um, it was actually kind of funny in the movie. They actually go and show why he's oh. afraid of flying. Okay, okay. And he actually makes the joke. He goes, I'm an airborne ranger, and I'm afraid of flying. He goes, how freaking wrong is that? So anyway, to get him onto planes, they trick him, and they drug him, and he falls asleep, and then they drag him on the plane. And then he right. wakes up, and they're already there. And he looks, he goes, oh, he did it again. You know, right, 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 right. Of right. Flying. But it's kind of the same they thing. They be a Barakas Kong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. Like, there was some of the things, and then so you did not like that they basically date they they give like they dope him up and they you, you is it that you don't like that Kong is so easily trapped? Well, is that it? Yeah, I mean, okay. th- it's that, and then also too that's kind of a trope of the character, but though. I mean, he's always captured but by they humans. Also, didn't prepare. Wouldn't you have put him in a cage? Wouldn't you have like you know chained him up for fear of your own safety? Instead of just leaving him on the damn boat to wreck, you know, well, be well on his they, own. They have a little girl, though. There's a see if you watch the movie. And I've heard about this as well. Yeah. This is another thing that I look at. And she I'm has a relationship with Kong, and so they kind of use what her is as a with control. him and the women. He well, I, I beauty mean, kills the beast, beauty, and I understand beauty kills the beast. Yeah, yeah, man. But it's just one of those things. Like I looked at, and I felt lukewarm on it. I was just mm. like, eh. You should check it yeah. out. I, I will say this. You, you should I want to watch Skull Island, and then I want to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm going to. Like I said, I'm, I, to be honest with you, I tr- I started watching Godzilla. Okay. I, I had to turn it off. The uh, the Gareth Edwards one, the one with Brian Cranston. Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah, I, I had to I had to, I had to turn it off. But mine, mine was a, a completely emotional reason that had nothing to do with the movie. So... That's awfully cryptic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, there was just watch. So well, do yourself a favor. Watch Godzilla: King of the Monsters because I I really enjoyed that movie. Okay. And, and here's another reason why I think I I probably was never going to completely be fulfilled with uh, Kong versus um, uh, Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong. After a movie, so the movie King of the Monsters. Yeah. This is like. This is like your big centerpiece. Right, yeah. This is like your equivalent of, like, Marvel's Endgame. This right. is like ev- all of the monsters were there. So it feels like a step backward almost. I get it. In, like, intensity. Like, all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, now he's just fighting the one thing. Right, right. And it's and it's like you just saw Godzilla fight an enemy with three heads uh, that can fly. And also that Rodan. Can, that can shoot. Lightning bolts, yeah. literal lightning bolts, out of his wings, out of his heads, and now you're going to so you, to you show Godzilla defeat an enemy like that, and then now he's got to fight uh, basically a large monkey, and with a tool, it with it with a tool, and so it felt just a bit like I stepped down in terms of that. intensity. But I get that. You you definitely. I plan on watching this movie again. I am uh, plan uh, on beaming it 
the signals of it directly into my brain until I love this movie. And but I don't feel that you should have to. You sh- but I want to love <laughs> You don't understand, Chris. I need to love this movie. And I get that. I want to love this movie. Why don't I love you? I'm sorry, Godzilla. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, but you should is, you should like you should watch it um, for the fight scenes alone. There are oh some yeah. tremendous the fight on the aircraft carrier is incredible. Um this I think unlike a certain Zack Snyder movie that has verses in the title oh, yeah, yeah. where we only get one you know, we get like 3 hours of movie and only like 10 five, minutes of 5 fight, minutes yeah, of 5 fight. minutes of fight you will see Godzilla fight Kong several moments in this film. Okay. So okay. I I don't hate it uh, but I didn't love did, it as much as did, I was hoping uh, I would. So uh, Mr. Watanabe tell him let him fight her. I don't know how to break this to you. Is he dead? He he did. He di- he died in that. He, he, he died, died in, in ki- he died in King of the Monsters. Oh, so that's bullshit. so so I give I give uh, Kong, uh, Godzilla so anyway, versus Kong a uh, you know how I, many bananas? Yeah, <laughs> if I'm uh, how many out of like out of out of five bananas? Out of five bananas. I'm gonna give this movie three out of five bananas. Okay, that's still pretty good. Three, I yeah, mean, you're yeah. in the winning column. If with you're that. a kaiju fan, you're gonna like it. If you're expecting cohesive storytelling, well, yeah, first of all, yeah. you shouldn't be going to see a kaiju movie, but I just felt like the internal logic of other. I mean, there've been other in movie kaiju movies like Pacific Rim that the it they have a sort of internal logic to yeah, them that makes yeah. sense, and I, I just felt like that was missing. So that's okay. it. Let's do some toy box, my friend. Yeah. Where does it get those wonderful toys? Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Um. All so right. We yeah, there have been a couple exciting drops from NECA oh uh, that I'll, that I'll just quickly mention. Two properties that they're they're taking on, that and are both of these are kind of like so close to my heart. So I close. I, I don't know if y- if you particularly like these or not, but I'm a really big fan of John Carpenter's The Thing. So here's the th- the here's the funny thing about yeah. this. Yeah. Here's the funny thing about the thing. Yeah. The thing about the thing. I see what you so did there. My family has a um. A funny tie to that movie. No kidding. Yeah. So now, back in the fifties, you know that John Carpenter's The Thing is a remake. There oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, there I, was actually. I watched the. I, I'm familiar with the original. Okay. So, one of my favorite. Based on a short story, by the way. Right. So one of my favorite stories that my family would tell. My grandfather took all seven children. Mm-hmm. To go and see the thing in like 1955, 19. Oh, the the original. The original. Like the, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, that's cool. My aunt, my aunt Barbara, she was, God, I don't know, five, mm-hmm. six, right, going to see this movie. She sees this movie, right. She had nightmares for about a year. Really, of people. Shape shifting and changing because wait, one of them was. Wait, wait, you're talking about the original thing, or yeah. you're talking about John Carpenter's? Because no. in the original thing, the the monster couldn't shape shift. Oh, uh, well, the, the whatever was it was, it was basically like just like like kind of a Frankenstein's monster. So it was whatever, a big dude. so whatever it was, right? It terrified her. Really, for about a year. Hmm. So to this day, like if I would bring it up, we would talk about it. So then my dad, kind of in our fashion. Oh no. As a kid, oh no, he goes. He didn't take you to go see it. Oh, did he, he took me to see this. Oh Jesus, how old were you? Uh, probably about five or six. Oh Jesus Christ, man! I, but I'll be honest with you, I didn't care. Yeah, you're. 
Are you kidding me? I loved it. It's like, the most grotesque, like, frightening movie. But I love this movie. Like, I haven't seen it in maybe 15 years. We should do, like, a commentary. I want we to. We should watch it and do well, it together and do a commentary. But Kurt Russell's in this movie. You can't go wrong. National treasure. But he's so a national treasure. what figure are they doing with this one? We're, we're getting a, an ultimate R.J. McCready. Which so I love comes with a sombrero. And, right, you know, I right. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Which I'm hoping now, that because there is, there's definitely been a an absence of thing-related characters. Yeah. I, I yeah. own two. Right. Uh, Movie Maniacs, which is the Todd McFarlane company, had done a thing, uh, had oh done yeah. one thing figure. Yeah. Uh, and then also another company called, I think called, now playing toys. I think they're defunct now, but um, they they did like a a, s- a a set setup where right. it's like I- it's McCready, but he's more like in the long johns with the the jeans and right. the boots and the shotgun, right? And the the thing when it's transforming from the dog, right? So there's a play oh. set with that. But I'm hoping this means we're going to get more, more. figures, like because yeah. I would love to see like, like they did with the aliens. Remember when you get you basically were able to build your your marines. Yeah, you're able to build your entire yeah. team where you know originally we didn't we didn't get that very. So often. I'm hoping that we get if we get like an ultimate figures because they have like with the different accessories we'll get head swaps. Yeah. So we could have like uh, one of the the researchers when they're normal, right? But then one of them when they're transforming into the thing. Yeah. Um. So so we're getting a R.J. McCready figure for the thing. We are also getting. Yes. Another one of my favorite all time yeah. movies. Uh. Now we're not worried about. Invaders from space. Now we're invaders from from beyond, yeah. beyond the grave. Um, an American Werewolf in London. Such a good movie. That by far is one of my favorite special effects scenes when you finally seeing him oh, change. Without a doubt. Without it, a doubt. Practical cha- effects. That changed the way practical effects were done. Oh, without a doubt. With, with that, I mean, and and the thing about like. Uh, Ameri- an American werewolf in London. He wasn't some dude as a werewolf in pants. He was an actual fucking wolf. Qu- quadru- yeah, quadruped wolf. I mean, he, yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, he was like, like that was an amazing movie. Amazing. Well, that's another movie we should try to do like a, a commentary right. on. Um, so, so we're getting the we're getting not only the wolf, right? Which that's the one I'm I'm probably most excited right, about. Right. But we are also getting. I don't remember if you recall there. There was a scene in that movie, okay, where the guy uh, David, uh, who is the he's the, the American werewolf in London, right, right. Um, he's, he's the, the he, lycanthrope. He, he's the lycanthrope. Yeah, yes. he's having night. So once he gets bitten by he's the, having the, the nightmares and stuff, he has nightmares, yeah. and one of his nightmares is these Nazi werewolves. Yes, we're getting the Nazi werewolf. Figure That's with like neat. interchangeable heads. Oh, I saw heads. those. Yeah, you they're know on. They're up for pre-order well, right now. When on I Big saw Bad those, and I saw those quick. Do you know what I thought those were from? Mm-mm. Wolfenstein. But yeah, because they yeah. kind of look the same. Sure, I was like, oh, sure. Look at that. Okay, yeah, pretty cool. So, so those were two announcements that we got from NECA. Can I put something out in Super the universe for NECA? Put it, put it out there. This is this is what I want. This is your vision, vision board, it, revision boarding. Okay, it's the secret. So you know that they're releasing all of the Back to the Future figures that you've been getting. Yes. Okay. And I love them so, so much. You got a Marty McFly. You got I a, do. You got a great Marty McFly. I do. You got a gorgeous Doc Brown. Doc I Brown. I mean, he looks, that is literally a miniature Christopher Lloyd. 1950s Doc Brown. You get an audition, Marty. I've seen that, yeah. And it looks pretty cool. I've, s- I've actually seen him out in the wild a couple times. You know what I want more than anything? And it, it will be the, probably the only figure I buy. What's that? I want 
an Enchantment Under the Sea Marty playing the guitar. Oh, really? That is what I want. Really? That that's the only figure I want. Interesting. That's it. Okay. That's all I want. What? Uh, any particular reason? Or I, you just I just want it with the guitar, and I want like him kind of. You want you, know, you want him pose like playing Johnny yeah, Be Good? Yeah, I mean it'd be so cool. Sure. Why, why don't they sure. have that? I mean, you know. And then, do you think they're gonna go? And do uh, Back to the Future three? Do you think they're going to do the cowboy? I, uh, oh yeah, I think so. I think I think we're going to see because they, they've already released, they've already teased that they're doing uh, Griff Tannen. Did they? Yeah, yeah. They're they're are uh, they doing Old Man so, Biff? So Griff Griff is I that I don't know, but I know we're getting a Griff. Right. Uh, they've already teased. Uh, no, they haven't teased. I mean, they've shown the uh, Back to the Future two Doc with the yellow raincoat, which is cool. That's actually the Doc that I remember the most. Because yeah, yeah. Back to the Future two is really where I really came into it. Mm-hmm. And really, really loved it. So I, I think, yeah, that's that's my suspicion However, is that we're probably going to get a Marty from each era. Well, and then there's if they did a, I don't want to call it a play set, but right. if they did a set, you know what I want more than anything? The clock tower. Oh I well, no, no, that would ma- th- you want the Enchantment Under the Sea dance? Well, no, 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 no. no. So if they do Back to the Future three, here's what I want you guys to do. Okay, I want the uh, Hilldale clock mm. and Doc and Marty set up, you know, with the clock and their cowboy outfits. But I want it all in sepia. Oh like yeah, the yeah, like that, look, yeah, but they're figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd, like be, that'd be cool. That'd that be would, cool. Uh, that's what I want. I just want to put that out in the universe. Put it out there, man. So you never know. You know, the people you never here know. Can, can help us. So yeah. So we, we got that. Um, this month we we had an event happen. Uh, Hasbro, oh boy. yeah, Hasbro had their Pulse Fan Fest this past Friday, April 9th. and we got several exciting reveals during that. So I'm I'm gonna mention the ones that stood out to me. If you want to check out the rest, uh, you can go to Hasbro Pulse. Men, most of these are uh, available for pre-order right, right now on Big Bad Toy Store. Um, if you're a Transformers fan, you're going to be very excited because we we wow, got you're getting a lot. We we got we're we are getting for the first time ever. We are getting a Titan class figure, Chris. It is the Ark, the ship that took the Good. Transformers from Cybertron to Earth. But you know what I love more than anything? What? Not only is he a ship, he's, he's a Transformer he's a, too. He's a Transformer because why not, Chris? Why not? Because in this world, anything. But how is weird is it though that they all go in? Nobody that, really. That, it, it's it's a little disturbing, right? right? Because you remember the movie, like or the the original show when they would show it. It was just the ship. I think just kind of jumping back to what you're reading for a minute in the uh, the we I don't know if we talked ever much about the Transformers crossover with Ghostbusters. Yes, but with Ecto a, with Ectotron, I think there's a moment where Pete Venkman is like, "Is it a little weird for you that like that we, we go and ride around like, inside we're you? sitting inside of you?" Um, and now I'm suddenly remembered of like Russell Brand uh, when he was playing the rocker and forgetting Sarah Marshall, and he was singing that song "Inside of You." Yeah. <laughs> Inside of you. So, but, but anyway, we're we're getting yeah we're getting this, an arc figure. But this, this figure is this massive. Puppy stands 19 inches tall. Now you have a Devastator. I do. Is, I do. Do you think he's about the same size as your Devastator? I I I'm gonna look up the height of my Devastator. I. Th- think that he might be a little taller than so my, my but Devastator. Here's the kicker, though. Yeah. How much does he cost, Tim? Oh, the low, low price of one hundred and fifty nine ninety nine. So it's hundred and sixty dollars American. And it's gonna take you three and a half hours to transform him. Well, you know, they, they had released actually earlier this year, and this was more of like a crowdfunded thing. They had made a Unicron 
figure. Oh, I saw it. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, it's I saw r- it. R- ridiculous size. But the thing is, is you know, uh, so my nephew, uh, Ace, has finally gotten into Transformers. Okay. However, when Uncle Chris comes to play, mm-hmm. I have a job. You know what that is? Turn him into tr- a robot. Tr- turn him into right, right. And I'm like, oh, okay. It and then I'm sitting there, and then I'm done. And I'm like, oh, look. And he goes, turn him back into a car. And I'm like, damn it, kid. As a, you know, so yeah, as an adult that collects toys every once in a while. Robots I, I, are robots. Exactly. I, I need a reminder that I am an adult and not a child. And I think probably the biggest reminder is when I can no longer transform my, my Transformer toys without the little map you get that they annoyed. give you. Um, but your wife, though, is actually quite adept. She is phenomenal. Still, at it. still a kid at heart. Um, to answer your question, Devastator is 16 inches tall. So, so this guy's bigger. This guy, this guy would tower over. Wow. Would tower over Devastator. So we are getting, we're getting the arc, um, but that's not the most exciting thing. Okay. The most exciting thing that we are getting is we are getting another 19-inch tall figure. Okay. But this is. An Optimus Prime. Oh, buddy, that can you've you've showed you you the showed video me the video. Oh my God, he can walk, he can talk, he can pose, he can transform on his own and fight and fight and roll. This is He's this all is this voice is, command. This is not a toy. This is a robot. A this legit, is a legit robot. Robot that can be in disguise. This thing is amazing. There's only one gripe that I have. And if you want to go online. <laughs> Would that, would that be the price tag? Well, besi- no, for that price tag, there's something we don't get. What do, do we not get? We don't get a trailer. We don't. I would, I would, right. like, a tra- we, I would we like a trailer. We don't get it. We don't get a trailer. But this thing, oh, by the way, the voice, it is, it's Peter Cullen. Right. I mean, it's full on Peter they Cullen. They hired Peter Cullen to do it. This this robot is follows voice commands. Yes. And you can control it with an app on your phone. I encourage you all to go to, you, you can find the clip available on YouTube. Yes. Just look up Optimus. Prime transforming robot, um, yeah. Jay and Silent Bob demo. The very, the very talented, very funny uh, Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith. Oh my God! Model man. basically, we. Th- I mean, they pretty much handle the demo of this the same way I think that we, we would. We would have. They're just playing it. with it. They're they're playing with it. <laughs> and it, it, Phrasing. It, yeah, right. Um, you well, know, here's my thing. It has tw- over 25 different voice controls. Oh, I, it's amazing. And one of the favorite things, uh, we, were, we were getting ready for the show, and, and Jay was show, showing me the video. And um, you'll hear him, and you go, uh, Optimus Prime. And he goes, greetings. And he'll be like, uh, they'll say, Tra- or transform like that. And do, 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 do. And he, tra- you know, and then I'm like, they better. And you, all of a sudden you hear, Optimus Prime, greetings roll out like that and then he trains his bag into the truck and uh, literally he was down the hallway and do all of a sudden you, do you what hear did the, you hear do you hear the childlike wonder in yeah, chris's like voice right so now like, it, it's like such a wonderful so thing right? when he said when he said roll out what did you hear down the hallway what did you hear from me oh oh like uh, uh, i heard like oh there, yeah that's it, you're, yeah awesome. like i was so excited yeah it's it's the stupid things like that that make no me, man I, I i get it I get it. But I mean, now here's the thing. Now, now as a father, yeah, would you buy this? I, I so would you buy this? I, I, I mean, no. This is not a child's this is, toy. Th- th- this isn't something I wouldn't Th- buy. This is not a. Th- but the problem is, is if you do, your little ones are th- going to be all up in that. Th- this thing costs seven hundred dollars. I mean, that's that, that's that's, that's th- a mortgage payment. It, it from, is. It from is. From a, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's up for pre-order now on Pulse. Um, you know, so 
it, it, oh, it's, it's going to sell it quick. It, it's it's definitely now. Here's the thing. That's not going to be available until next year. But I will tell you right now. So if you want to pre-order it, so and think about our it, our scalpers are going to be buying them, and then they're going to jack them up, and you're going to be twelve hundred. You watch, you watch. In four years, we're going to be at a megacon. I'm going <laughs> to point at one, and it's going to be six grand. And I'm like, I fucking told you. You know, I I have those. It is. It's a definitely a high price. It's definitely a high price. But you know what? When I think about think about how much money you spend on figures oh yeah, in a year, one hundred percent. I very likely spend somewhere around seven hundred dollars so easily in oh a year yeah, on figures. Well, here's another thing that I kind of laugh at. Right. So one of the things that it does, and, it, and he's just standing there. But he doesn't just stand there. He doesn't stay still oh. like a statue. Oh no no no. He's he's alive. I mean, but he's very he's like much breathing, alive. and he like kind of moves with it yeah. a little bit. But here's now my question. Do do Transformers breathe? Well, no. No, they're machines. Then why is he moving? Well, because he's, you know, because he's alive, Chris. But you understand he's what alive. I'm saying? Come on, man. It's alive. I'm, I'm excited for it, but it's just one of those things. So, so here, here's my conundrum here. It's like because it's cause, too damn expensive. Because Mrs. Mrs. J is going to kill me if I were to, to buy this. But, but. I will say this. She did tell me once. She did tell me once. I would almost prefer that buy you buy big one big thing than buy so many little things. So I, I don't know, Chris. See, the problem is. I'm going to have to keep you posted you on this one. Th- you know the joke that I would say with it, but I know it wouldn't work out. What's up? You want to go have these? <laughs> but the problem is, is what are we going to do for uh, the we're schedule? Gonna, we're going we're gonna to share. It's well, it would be like a custody agreement. Every other weekend. Like I get him on holidays right. and every other weekend. <laughs> and then you get him during the week. But you see what I'm saying? Like, And then, you know, uh, we would have to just decide on where he would go to school. But I'll, but, and, uh, but I'll be honest with you. Like, me knowing me, I would spend the $600 <laughs> and he would be fun for about a month. And then he's just going to be up on a shelf somewhere i if if i'm spending that much money he needs to come to work with me he needs to like hey hand me that paper he's gonna okay you know and he walks over all right chris you know and just handing me stuff like i'm like hey man i need you to do this for me okay roger that you know what i mean like if, um, if he's coming, he's going to become an emotional support animal for I, me. I am going to say, you know what? I love that. He's my emotional, this is Optimus Prime. He is my emotional support <laughs> robot, and I take him with me everywhere. If, if I have a seizure, don't worry. He'll know what to do. Optimus? <laughs> yes, Jay. You know? Yeah, uh, I am going to say this. I'm in a conundrum of what to do because Personally, I am. Personally, this th- is way, way out of my The realm. idea, I'll just say the idea is there. I'm just going to say the idea is there. But if I were to do this, if, and that's a pretty if, damn big that's if. That's a big if. It would basically be my, that that's it. That yeah. would have to be my purchase for the entire I year. Agree. That That's I it. Because I, c- I just couldn't justify spending that much money on something without taking it from somewhere else. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, All right, so let's talk about G- something that's G- close to my heart. Yeah, G.I. Joe fans, you're going to be happy because um, if you missed out on some of the initial releases I from did. their classified lines... Um, you can't find y- them. You're going to be... Like, they had a beachhead. Oh. That was... He was gone with it. Like, he's like the, the mythical figure. Well, and... and Lest we be accused too much of of kissing Hasbro's ass, because I, you know, if, if, you know, listening to it, uh, we've been, you know, I've, I've basically been, um, <laughs> you know, for lack of a better word, we've been whipped uh, around uh, a lot. Yeah, no, no, no. What I was going to say is just really just kind of kissing Hasbro's ass over this. I was going to use something else that, but probably a little less, a little more crude. Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of 
all over oh, yeah. all, all over Hasbro. They're, Let they're, me say this: I got some bones to pick with them. Um, I really you know, don't like their whole store exclusive thing. It's made it very difficult to find well, you know their product. Been difficult, right? And so it's made it easy for scalpers. I yeah. don't think that they have been able to keep up with the demand. I think because of um, like because of COVID and everything that happened, there was there was an issue with you know printing out more of these figures and putting them out. But when you when you do limited release, I so agree. so like the, the Storm B- Shadow, the Storm Storm Shadow Beachhead. limited release, Baroness Baroness was you only can't find her. only released at Target. Yeah, and I went. But if you go on eBay, you oh, know she's there. The fucking scalpers will you, you'll see like oh yeah do you. Want a Baroness? I've I've got about you know I've got six. Ten. Yeah, I got about ten. Yeah, and I'll sell it to you. You know for eighty dollars. Yeah, eighty dollars. By the way, so though, so I got a bit of a gripe to pit. But I would like. I'm to no say, Hasbro fanboy, I guess. I would like to say. Right. I did get one of the limited editions. Did you? You know I did. Oh, you got a uh, pimp Destro. I got the. Uh, it's like corporate profit Destro. He's like wearing Gold. the leopard, and he's got this leopard print. He's cape, pimp. He's and pimp. he's got. He's got he, sunglasses. He's, he's got Destro. Dude, he comes with a stack of money that's on, on fire. Like, I looked, and I'm like, <laughs> and and I was in FYE, actually, where right, I found right. him. And I'm looking, and I saw him, and literally, I was like, I don't care how much it costs. I don't care. Because I knew, I'm a firm believer that if you find something that rare, you're never going to find it again. I, I, I just you're never going to find it that again. That we live in a world where there's a pimp Destro is just. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Players be playing. And guess what? Pimp Destro come, comes with me. Like, he lives at my house now. and He's your emotional support pimp. Yeah, but one of the things is, I actually like him better than the Cobra Commander figure. Well, like of course, it's such so an oddity. It's so, so interesting. So so as of right now, right, with, right. with my set, I have uh, two, you know, two Joes, two Cobras, and I have actually another Joe mm-hmm. uh, on the way. Mm-hmm. So I have the original Duke, and actually, this is the thing about Hasbro, and it kind of pissed me off. I had originally ordered Duke and Snake Eyes because I couldn't I couldn't find them. Right. So I ordered Duke and Snake Eyes. Well, months go by on Big Bad Toy Store. Months and months and months. Mm-hmm. Finally, I get an email. Hey, we're going to send you a Duke, but it's not the one you wanted because they're going to do a repaint. So, so the one you deserve. Th- no, sorry, it, not that. It kind of was. <laughs> like, I felt kind of jilted. I'm looking. I'm like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. What do you mean? What do you mean they didn't send you the Duke? They didn't wanted? send me the original painted duke they were going to send me the new one that they're getting oh the, the re- oh the repaint the and repaint. i'm looking i went no you motherfuckers i paid for this months ago i want that one <laughs> i canceled my order i straight up canceled my order and i ended up going on ebay i had to pay the fucking scalpers and i paid like you had to pay the scalper I paid tax 45 dollars freaking scalpers per figure damn scalpers you know it's even more more like the hardest thing that broke my heart there was one of the days that Jen and I had gone to Walmart. Mm-hmm. And as always, as, as any adult would do, <laughs> I, you were the creeper in the, to toy aisle. the toy aisle. <laughs> so I go walk down. I find a Duke and a Snake Eyes. And I'm holding them both and I'm looking uh. at them. And I looked at Jen and I was like, well, I've got the ones coming from Big Bad Toy Store, so I'm going to put these away and I'm not going to buy them. And I didn't buy them. And then I got that bullshit from Big Bad Toy Store. You, hey, man, you were trying to do the right thing. You were trying to do the right thing. But I ended up getting shit on. You were trying to leave one. Hey, I I, I think it's wonderful. And that's that another thing, too, that I'm firmly going to believe. If you want a figure, buy that figure. 
Don't buy 10 of them. There's no fucking reason for it. I know you want to make your money, but that's bullshit. You know what? To quote Dan Larson, who hosts a, a, a YouTube show about toys, leave one for the next guy. Yeah, 100%. You know, like, if you find the one figure that you want, mm-hmm. like, and, and I get why people do it, you know, like, um, another hard figures that I've been able to find are, are the AEW wrestling figures. They've been really hard to mm-hmm. find. You haven't been able mm-hmm. to find them. There was a Walmart that I went to. They had just gotten shipment. Right. They had one figure of the entire set. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, holy shit, this is the entire set. They were missing one. one right. fi- and actually, of course, it's one of the figures I needed right, that I right. wanted. But I didn't buy the entire set. I looked and I was like, oh, I want this guy. I took him and I left the other ones there so that people bought them. I came back the next day, gone. Yeah. you know, And, and that's the thing. Like leave just leave one for the next guy. If, if you're Can trying, you just leave one for the next if you're guy, trying please? To build, like, if you're listening to this, yeah, and you're a toy collector, yeah, just leave one for the next guy. Because it pisses me off, man. Like, because for the yeah. rest of us, we're just we can't find the ones that we want, and then we end up having to pay the damn scalpers. Damn scalpers. So, I'm sorry, I just I didn't mean to get. I, no, I I, so, I get it, man. So anyway, so I yeah. have the Duke, I have the Snake Eyes. You have more than I do, and you you're not that big of a GI Joe I fan. I know, I know. What's wrong with me? So I have a Duke, I have a Snake Eyes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have a Cobra Commander, and right. I have a Destro, but I have a Flint on the way. He ah, actually is being released okay. this month. Sweet, sweet. And I, I you want to know where I found him? No, where'd you find him? GameStop. Really? Yep. I was able to order him online on GameStop. They actually had figures ready to go. Nice. So I ordered him, so he'll be on his way. Because he, by the by the way, mm-hmm. he's my favorite G.I. Joe. Oh, oh, really? Flint is my favorite G.I. Joe. Oh, okay. Because he looks like me. And that's kind of what it was. Like, right, you right, know, right. the American Girl dolls for the for the girls are sure. like, oh, she looks like me. Kind of the same thing. I'm was like, ah. Which American Girl doll did, could you see yourself in? Uh, I think it was Annie. 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 Okay. Me too. Annie? Me too. Annie? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, if you missed out on uh, on Baroness, you're going to get a second chance. Now, it's a different sculpt. It looks like a different sculpt. Now, you're not a fan. I know. I like it. I like it. I mean, it's it's the newer version. They've actually they've actually uh, uh, put her in the comic books. I've seen that version before. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. it's yeah, it's a different. She's got kind of shorter hair. I, I, I kind of liked it. So it looks cool. I'll be ordering it. I My hope is. So with this, I will be concluding the G.I. Joe exhibit with this i am i just have two gi joes on pre-order and that's it what about cobra troopers yeah i i thought about that there we go but i was like no 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 no. army building is getting out of control i've already well got you did buy the five hand figures i already have like five ninja because i just want to <laughs> have that scene in my on you know in my in my display where i've got like the defenders you know fending yeah. off a bunch of, of yeah. ninjas but no, I think this will bring my GI Joe collection to a close. Baroness and also the S- Storm Shadow. We're we're getting another Storm Shadow um, among others. I mean, there's several. You can go on Big well, Bad Toy I'm Store to see what getting, they got. Well, the original Storm Shadow though was it wasn't like the original print Storm it was, Shadow. It was the Arctic. It was right. like Arctic mission so it was Storm like Shadow. Blue and white, and I didn't I didn't really like it. Why are you? Yeah, Hasbro. So why? I will say though, just why there there are um there's one figure that's already out. G.I. Joe that I want on the Cobra side. Mm-hmm. I want the Zartan. Zar- yeah, so I forgot. Make that three. G.I. Joe. <laughs> <Make> that However, <laughs> rumor has it within the next series after this one, we're going to get a um, a Zeta and Tomax. We're going to oh, get the, the twins. twins. The twins. I yeah, want yeah, the yeah. twins. 
I want the twins. Y- you know, I- I'm not as big a G.I. Joe fan as you are, but but I will say this. Growing up, I did watch the cartoon right. because it, w- it always followed Transformers, and I never turned it off, so I didn't, like— love it but you absorbed it but i absorbed it and yeah and and i think also too what and this is weird but do you remember that that uh comedy video the ballad of gi joe yes so so that also kind of restored sort of my love for the, now, the character do you don't want to know you want to know how how hasbro could have made more money I, I mean they're already making shit ton of money i can tell you this, how though yeah how what, what if you buy three G.I. Joes and you send in their proof of purchase, we'll give you a Sergeant Slaughter figure. Oh, like if they redid yeah, those, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. We get a uh, Refrigerator Perry figure. Right, get, right, right. You know, I'm looking at it, I'm like. Those need some updates, those right? Those cool. let, Let's see a six-inch update of those. Yeah, yeah. So so it's it's funny, yeah, because I, I – but I enjoy – I've kind of enjoyed mixing in the G.I. Joe figures with my Marvel Legends. Yeah, and it's just kind of cool size. seeing, like, you know, Duke and the Joes go on a mission with Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's neat. Yeah. So to, to just to round out and conclude our discussion for Toy Box and with, uh, you yeah. know, uh, Marvel uh, Pulse Fest – or, excuse me, uh, Hasbro Pulse Fest. Uh, we were getting some new Marvel Legends figures. Yeah, and and it's y- you're lukewarm on these. I, I just I don't see the good quality in these. There, there's, I mean, like you think like the actual like the sculpting doesn't yeah, look good. They're, they're okay. Really? They're, they're okay. I, I just like I was because I was impressed. I thought well, the like some of them I'm like yes, and then other ones I'm like. Mm. So so yeah, we're getting a mixture of some '90s era and, and yeah, modern. Yeah, like um, the and, Iron, and a great army builder. Too. Like the Ironheart figure. Cool. Yeah. She looks yeah, right, right. awesome. I love that. I thought the sculpt of her face just looks fantastic. The the fat four? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The face looks a little... Mm, you don't like that his eyes are whited out, maybe? Well, no, 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 no. It's just, like, it looks a little, like, kind of muddy. So, the so paint doesn't look I'll, I'll just name some of the ones that, that caught my, my eye. And, uh, of course, we're not in the visual media, so, no, so I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll post these pictures on our Facebook page. But we're getting, yeah, as Chris mentioned, Riri Williams, so a.k.a. Ironheart. Right. Um, we're getting uh, a guardsman figure, which if you – I don't know if you remember, Chris, but guardsmen were sort of like – they were the the prison guards right. at the raft. Yeah. And so they're suited up with, like, um, Stark tech. Right. Uh, it's kind of funny. We're getting wh- – wh- what's funny about that? Well, I mean, you're getting th- – those are people that you can build up so that way you can do – so those guys are going to be Hasbro figured out that if you've got you know army builders are going to be a money maker for them because soldiers th- yeah because it's and this is where <laughs> this is where I'm having a really tough time Chris because <laughs> you mentioned like getting this the Cobra troopers yeah. and it's like I have to keep it in check like I already have like five stormtroopers so that's my army for Star Wars right I already have like three aim soldiers right. I've got four Hydra soldiers I was ask. and now like I'm I'm going to be having like six Six or seven yeah. hand ninjas. Yeah. So I can't be freaking army building. You know, Hasbro, you are, you know, raiding my wallet, and I need you to stop. But uh, I, w- I will be getting two guardsmen. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, we're getting guardsmen. We're getting modular Iron Man, or as I refer to him, 90s cartoon armor the Iron Man. Iron Man, the animated series. Right, right, Which right, is right. cool. I was very excited to see that. We're, we're getting a comics, uh, comics accurate Ultron, which we've had before. Yeah, but I like this but one. This one, we're getting fucking Kirby crackle bubbles. Yeah, it's cool. Isn't a it? gimmick that comes out of his mouth is amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're getting the Endgame Thor. We're getting fat, fat Thor, but fat armored Thor. Fat rejuvenated Thor. Fat rejuvenated Thor. Let's kill him properly, Thor. The That's still worthy Thor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um. 
Yeah, you know, I what's the build a figure on that? It is. Um, oh shit! You would ask me that. It, he is part of the. So he's a, a giant bear. I don't Man remember the pig. character's name. No, no, no. He is so Russia has in the, in Marvel. Oh, they it's have their the guardians or something like it's that. It's their guardians. Yeah, it's yeah, their yeah. equivalent of the Avengers. Uh, I think he's called Ursus or something like that. Yeah, Ursa, yeah, yeah. Ursa Major. I think that's okay. Ursa Major, which is a so which gi- giant, is bear. A giant bear, giant bear, and so or the Big Dipper or the or the Big Dipper. Anyway, continue. Um, I, d- I love that. And yeah, and another one of the figures is Dark Star, which is a member of. So oh, we're going to cool. be building. If you want to build up that team, which oh, cool. I think it's called the Guardians. I'm not. I'm I not think sure. it is actually. Um, we're we're getting that, but you know, damn it, Hasbro. Like I feel like Michael Corleone in The Godfather Three. You yeah. know, like when he says, "Every time I think I'm out." out. They pull me back in every time, Chris. I'm like, okay, after this, I'm done. Well, you know the problem? After this, I'm done collecting. Like the new X-Men that are out right now. I want right. that Wolverine. I want that Cyclops. The, oh, oh the, br- the brown? Yeah. Well, that's my favorite suit. Right, But the right, thing right. is, like that Cyclops, we're finally getting like the sizzle. We're getting a blast Oh, right, right, right. You're getting all this stuff, and you're like, oh, it's well, so cool. Well, you know, if you like that, Chris, you might be able to find they had a retro wave No, I Cyclops. remember, yeah. And you might be able to find it. It's going for pretty cheap now, so you might be able to get it at less at what this new than what this. Yeah, newer but I'm still cost. like the other one. I like the old. It's still kind of the old man Logan. Like he's got the gray yeah, goatee. Yeah. And we actually get a Wolverine head where he's smiling, and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, I kinda, he looks sinister, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want that. That looks so cool. But right, but right. it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, do I need another brown suit so, Wolverine? So definitely, you know, Hasbro. I'll, I'll say this for Hasbro's products. Uh, I I've, I'm very happy with the sculpts of them. Uh, the the cost of their Transformer figures, I think, are a bit high. And I'm I'm not talking about the the Robot Optimus Prime. I'm even just talking about like some of their six inch and seven inch scale figures, which they're pricing at like thirty dollars. Yeah, uh, $80 for some of them. We're getting yeah, a new Rodimus Prime figure that's $80. We the talked figure, about this. The figure itself is only seven and a half See, inches and tall. and the thing that bothers me is, like, there were two, you know, I know they're special releases, but they released it. They, re- they released it. They released Gigawatt. Yeah, the, right, right, right. The DeLorean time machine. Right. And they also released Ectobot. Right. So Ectotron. Ectotron, I'm sorry. The, the Ghostbusters, you know, Ecto-1. Mm-hmm. They're, like, six-inch figures for 60 Dollars. I look at right. I'm like, I'm not spending that. I like part of me is a Ghostbusters fan. I'm like, I'm gonna throw my money at, but I'm like, I don't want to spend sixty dollars. And it's not special plastic. It's the same fucking plastic that you get from the normal Transformers. His arms are gonna fall off anyway. It, it gives me an appreciation, I'll tell you, for Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Um yeah, 100%. I, I, I really think one of the things that makes me like Todd, honestly, just I I as I feel like he really does appreciate us he as fans yeah because the price point of those figures are it's usually between 20 and 24 dollars right the 20 dollar figures and if it's a 20 dollar figure it means you're not getting a builder figure piece right if it's a 24 dollar figure you are and that, I, that by the way i bought a build a figure remember i i had the build a figures where i didn't want the rest of the set so i ended up having to go online and bought them i bought the batmobile Oh, the, r- the did first you? one that came together. Yeah, I have that. I have that build figure, oh, the sweet, Batmobile. Sweet, Because I was like, oh, that's so cool. I need a little Batmobile. A- and so I appreciate that. You right, know, Todd. If you're listening, I don't know if you can hear me, but I mean, your figures are not only you know very good, and, right. and but I I appreciate the price point. Well, that like you said the newest that. series that I put out with the build a figure of Bane. That Bane, it's massive. He is a beast. It's a brick. And the other thing that Todd has said that I really like: you don't have to buy seven, six or seven figures to it's build. Four. 
You only have to buy yeah four four figures. So he's really I, I feel like he's keeping us as consumers in yeah. mind. He's not trying to screw us. He's got a good tar- he's got a good right. product. At he knows he's got a good product. But once again, a- as the I don't want to say the purist, but like I look at the set and that's the pro- the only thing that I hate is you look at the set and you're like, don't want him, don't want him, want him, want him, don't want him. You know, but right. you have to buy those to build the Build-A-Figure that you right, want. Right, right. I mean, that's the gimmick. Whoever invented that gimmick of the Build-A-Figure, uh, I, I hope you're, you're you're getting your due for it. Because that it's a, a revolutionary idea. Anyway, that'll do it for Toy Box. So uh, just to kind of round up, actually, we've been uh, bus stopped about <laughs> like <laughs> like almost an hour ago. About so to get yelled at. so uh, just uh, Try guys, to limber up, dude. Check it. <laughs> I ain't. I'm not the one who's trying to be Captain America, like I said, dude. I'm trying to limber up. Oh, okay, all right. Um, check out our Instagram. We we actually we have an Instagram. I, I I try to be very active on that. I upload things to that regularly. Yeah, I yeah I do actually. I'm proud of you. Um, check out our Facebook page. Not as active. I, well, on, I make on that sure, one. I make oh, sure that okay, I okay. So you on you that, maintain so that yeah. one. Uh, we have a Twitter, so you can tweet at oh. us. We will send tweet. us a twit. We will twit. Be- a twi- yeah, send us a twit. Yeah, that sounds sounds kind of dirty. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Twi- twit at us, and yeah. we'll twit you back. Yeah. Um, and uh, then of course you know you're, if you're listening to us, you're you know you know that we're on SoundCloud. Right. Check out my Deviant Art page if you'd like, or if you don't, that's cool too. Uh, you're not going to find it under J or Just Us Nerds podcast. Uh, it's under different name, Masked Man One Nine Seven Eight. So that's M A S K E D M A N Masked Man One Nine Seven Eight. Or or yeah, if you're an artist and you want to submit some artwork for our podcast, send it our way. You can email it to us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com or just share it directly to our Facebook page. Yeah, or we you would could absolutely love that. Tweet it at us. You know, it's funny. I have always in the show notes, I have sent. Does anyone actually attach pictures anymore to I email? Know. I think everyone just. I don't know. Because when I saw that, I was like, you know what, Jay? I, s- I send pictures, oh. but that's because I'm old. Pappy. Uh, pro- <laughs> pop, 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 pop. People don't do that anymore, old man. Yeah. They just send pictures directly onto social media. So that's where we are. You can find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, find us on Twitter. So if you're an artist, se- send it to us. Because I, I, would, I would like to see. I'm sure we have talented and, fans. And another thing, too. If you're a fan of this show, tell one of your friends. We would love to build our army with people that are like us. June squad. Try to try to sp- you know spread the show a- as much as you can. Spread the gospel. You know we would we would love to have that. Um, another thing too, our our friend, uh, award winning author Miss Jamie Angle has published her twelfth book. Way to go! Twelfth book, go, Jamie. It's called Pets of Elsewhere, Ghost Dogs. So it's hunted by four legged ghosts haunted. in Saint. Oh, it's haunted. I'm sorry. Haunted. Haunted by a four legged ghost in Saint Augustine. A twelve year old must help the vengeful shadow pets. Find rest or watch them tick off his family one by one. It's actually Ooh. available right now on Amazon. So go ahead and look it up. And actually, I think all of her books are actually available on Amazon. So I'm very excited. Ja- the extremely talented Jamie Angle. I also, I've one of her books that I, I've really enjoyed is the Toilet Papers. Yes, places to go yeah. while you go. It's, I, I it's c- awesome. I can tell you that I've I've read that one. Extremely funny, co- wonderful collection of short stories. And I love the way that Jamie has organized. The book by how long <laughs> you're going to be in the toilet? What is the size of your bowel movement, and how long will it take you to move said bowel movement? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, is it after Thanksgiving dinner? We got a chapter for that. Right. Just taking a little squirt. 
we got a chapter for that too. So yeah, check out our friend Jamie Engel's uh, books on on Amazon. All right, now we need to talk about this. I'm kind uh, of excited. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this. So as you've probably noticed from listening to the show, we enjoy we've got a flair for the dramatic and the and the uh, what is it? Uh, Raz Al Ghul said. Theatricality and deception are powerful. Eight. I'm reading that as Bane for some reason, yeah. but, but uh, uh, th- here's my Liam Neeson. Theatricality and deception are powerful agents. Yeah, How was that? Was that better? Yeah, I like that. I like so this is uh, this uh, is it's, it's something new that we're going to try. This is coming soon. So we we're going to start performing. We it kind of grew out of our annual Christmas play that yeah. we we put on, but yeah. we're going to be performing table reads of some of our favorite television movies. And comic books. So we're calling it Radio Science Theater. Absolutely, absolutely. So our next project is going to be one of my favorite. Oh, and speaking of J- Jamie Angle, right? Jamie is. Ex- I've already done. We had to. We had to cancel our our when we were going to do it, but right. we are going to record it. But I've done a dress rehearsal with Jamie. Oh, so she awesome. she read she read her part already. She she's fantastic. She's going to be great with this, but. Our next project, our, our inaugural radio science theater, is going to be acting out one of our my favorite episodes of The Twilight Zone, The Obsolete Man. That's going to be so awesome. I so can't wait. tune in for that. That is going to be coming either later this month or at the, the beginning of June. Okay? Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening, but we got to get the hell off of this bus because we've been yeah. sitting here now. Dude, we I'm arrived. Ready to go, man. We got here like two hours ago. But look, just, hey. You know, you know, man. You're the muscle, Darkner detective. Just remember, whatever happens, I told you so. So helpful. Wow, that is quite the obstacle course. Holy shit, dude! They got the real shield there. That makes sense. If you're gonna be Captain America, they need to know if you can throw the shield and catch the. Oh! 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 Oh my! Did you see that dude threw the shield and it came back and hit him right in the face? God. Good catch, Doyle. Good catch. Why the hustle? Why the hustle? All right, who's next? This guy. Wait, what? Hey. Relax, buddy. You got this. You're a lean, mean, happy fighting machine. Yeah, I got this. Lean, mean. Nazi punching in the face machine. I'm the boss, I'm the boss, I'm the boss, I'm the boss! Holy shit! I'm the coach you gotta hear about this. Oh, Chris! That was amazing! Great throw! You even did the Winter Soldier style catch and everything! Uh, Chris? Uh, are, are you alright? Chris, I'm pretty sure your fingers are not supposed to bend that way. Uh Uh-huh. Chris, did you break your fingers when you caught the shield? Yep. I don't have a metal hand. Do you want to go to the emergency room? Yep. But can can I hold the shield just a little bit longer? It's been, like, my favorite thing in the entire world. Sure, buddy. Okay. That's enough. Let's go. Let's go.